Blog Talk Radio. <coughs> <coughs> special guests. We have an amazing guest. Biker Jim will join us. If you don't know who Biker Jim is, check out the show notes. Click on it. Link to his page. Um, Jim's been in the business for a few years and went ballistic. Um, I'm excited to speak with him tonight. He's going to share some tips, advice, give us a little background, how he got going, um, what was the turning point for him, and um, and feel free to chat in, call in. Um, we love call-ins that ask questions. And we'll um, we'll get to those questions. Um, sometimes you may hold a little while if we're in the middle of something, but just know that we'll get to you, um, or just you know dial back if you don't want to hold. The um, Stu um, is going to be on the show tonight live. Stuart, um, right here at the beginning of the show, we're going to talk to Stuart if we can get a hold of him. He is working live from his cart tonight. And if you don't, if you remember on the last show, he called in. In fact, we ran the show over about an hour um, because Stu had some questions. He's a young college student, engineer student, and is in Florida and was worried about setting up at a location that was going to cost him quite a bit of money. And he has some fantastic news about that location. Um, you'll never guess um, how cheap he got the location, ultimately, and um, how well it's doing. So I'm excited to, to be talking to him. I wanted to – let me check something real quick and see. Um, I am trying to see. Okay, we do have a winner um, on the Onion Crunch, and – it, this was a close one because um, I had – it's a system that figures it, but they created a way for us to do it weekly. There's ongoing points. If you ha aren't familiar, we have LearnHotDogs.com blog, and you can go over there, and anything you do over there, share and comment and whatever, earns points. Now, those points accrue for prizes, and those prizes are listed in the prize section, and we're going to be updating those because some of them are unrelated to the hot dog business, but you might still like them, you know, Starbucks gift certificates and such. We also have some kick-butt news about that coming later. But there is also a um, – those points accumulate. So anybody can look in there and see who the leaderboard is on points. 
that really um, has nothing to do with the weekly point accumulation. So you could have just heard about this tonight and win the, the contest for next week. Next week, I haven't figured out a prize yet. We will be posting it on the blog um, at some point. So check out the blog and Facebook forward slash Ben's Carts, and we'll keep you up to date on that. Um, it'll probably be a choice between dog sled, chip clips, or the book, or um, if somebody wants to give something away, one of the um, um, sponsor people, or if we get a guest that has a product, we may try that. Um, that we're trying to get something worked out that is just awesomely cool that Rob has been working on, so we may have that next week. If you don't know who Rob is, Rob's been co-hosting the show with me. Um, without him, we wouldn't have a show. And um, he'll be live with us here in just a second. He's already on the um, chat line. If you want to go into the chat room and feel free to chat, just be nice and um, and keep the peace. And we'd love to have you over there. Also, we have um, – so we're going to talk to Stu. But let me go ahead and tell you about the winner. The winner for points this week, the most accumulation – is um, this was a close one because uh, I mean it was um, one click away for one guy, but um, the winner, 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 winner is Darren. Darren, you won, and Darren gets a case of Onion Crunch that is um, provided by Onion Crunch. You don't know who Onion Crunch is? In the last show, we had the owner, CEO, president, bigwig top man at Onion Crunch on the show, onioncrunch.com, and check it out. We um, So if you'll, Darren, you'll have to email me again so I don't have to search for this stuff, and you have, that's Darren Culbertson, um, have won a case of Onion Crunch. Now, um, I wanted to talk quickly about facing the health department inspector or the health inspector when you're either building a cart or you're getting started. There's been um, some people recently that have emailed me that are having trouble with um, getting their carts, if they're building them themselves, um, with some, I guess, some overzealous inspectors trying to sway them and try to discourage them from building. I think it's intentional. I hate it. Um, if you ever have a problem like that, don't call me to find out your information. But if you ever have a problem, um, I said that, what I meant by that is, don't call me to go, hey, can you find out my rules for me? Um, but this gentleman called me this week, Andy emailed me this week, and there happens to be another lady, too, that was dealing with it. And there's there's one out of Florida as well. Um, but one of these um, I called and here's the bottom line. I said, um, show me the money, basically. Show me where it says in your codes and ordinances that the sides have to, that you have to approve some kind of side, that you need to bring the side in, or you have to bring um, a sample of your tire in, or a sample of the inside construction. Um, this is incorrect. And what it took is I had to call him, and once I got him on the phone, I asked him, I said, can you show me in the code where it states that? Um, because what the code says, and I read it um, and was already familiar with it, is it says that the outside of the cart had to be sealed, okay, and be basically waterproof so that the bacteria or your you know hot dog juice can't leak through. So they want it sealed. So you could build it out of paper mache if you wanted to, which I wouldn't advise, as long as it was sealed properly 
you can use it. And that was the rule. Um, you don't need to go through this whole building construction deal. They don't deal in that. What you do is finish your cart, then go, on, go, here's my cart. And they will inspect it according to those rules. If they give you any trouble, um, I am happy to help. And I will call and um, see if I can't um, get some information. But if you ever run into this problem, the quickest way to get out of it is to say, um, you know, no, um, I won't. Um, I want to see it in writing. Show me in the code where it says that, because you will find that most of them have either heard it or don't understand it or something, and then when they go looking for it, they're not going to be able to find some screwy rule that you have to have a stoplight and a spinning umbrella on your cart. So I'm just making up stuff to be facetious, but that's the gist of it. Don't stress out. Um, and call me if you ever need me. I'll be happy to help you. Um, whether you buy anything from me or not, I'll still be happy to help you. So we'll um, we'll move on from that. Now, always be kind, though. You know, don't be rude or obnoxious to them or bully. Um, we have um, Rob, and I'm going to let Rob tell you about this while I try to get. Um, I'm going to try to get um, Stuart on the phone. Rob is live with us right now, and I'm going to let him tell you about a gig that he's needing some help with. And um, while he's doing that, I'm going to be trying to get a hold of Stuart. Rob, how you doing? Hello, Rob. Are we live? Can you hear me in the sorry, chat? Sorry, sorry, I hit. Oh, I, had, no. I hit my mute button. I'm sorry. Oh, it's no hey, problem. Guys. It just hey, scared man. me. Nobody could hear me. Um, oh, I'm here. Sorry about that. Um, <laughs> hey, folks, how are y'all? Um, yes. Uh, are you going to go ahead and make that call, and I'll yep. make a couple of addresses sure. here. A couple things, folks, from the North Carolina side. Um, I need a possible vendor to work a gig uh, for Saturday. It is a open house type event for a business. Uh, if you're in North Carolina and you're interested, it is in the Moxville area. Um, if you don't know where that's at, then it's probably too far for you to come do it. It's not a huge event, uh, but I'm working on some other things with this company, and they have requested that a cart go there, and I'm looking to facilitate that for them. But if you want to email me or call me or just uh, get me in the chat box here, I'll give you my email address. You can email me, and then we'll get together. Um, you will need to be licensed, permitted through the health department, you know, all those good things, insurance, um, to be able to participate with this. But uh, um, it's uh, it's actually M-O, I think it's M-O-S, not M-O-X-D-I-L-L-E. Um, but talking about uh, requirements through the health department and so forth, one of the rules, in, and I just learned this the other day, and I meant to even tell Ben about it, and I hadn't even talked to him about it yet. But, well, I give an example. In, in North Carolina, one of the rules is they want a... Uh, uh, a sneeze guard, and it specifically says in our uh, rules um, and guidelines here, it says food and utensils on the card exposed to the public or to dust or insects shall be protected by glass or otherwise on the top, front, and ends and exposed only as much as necessary to permit the handling and serving of hot dogs. Now, to hear that, you would think, okay, that means a sneeze guard, and it does. The problem with it is, you know, some of these inspectors, you tip food and utensils 
is is not uh, you, when they classify a utensil. It is if you go look in their definitions in the front of part of this book, a utensil is just what it is. It's a utensil. It is not a um, heat box. It is not a grill. It is not any of those things. That is what is classified as a piece of equipment. So it says nothing about covering in all four sides or all three sides of a piece of equipment. It says utensils. Little things like that come up, and it's kind of a gray area in laws and so forth. So, again, check with your local folks and make sure you uh, are doing it correctly, but don't let them you know, try making you do more than you should and so forth. Again, be professional, like Ben said, and get it addressed. So, I don't know if Ben's back on the line. Yeah. Like he may be. I'm back on the line. Did um, we get Stuart? We didn't get Stuart, but I'm going to go ahead and, and tell y'all a little about Stuart without divulging too much. Um, Stuart, as you remember, called in. He's called in several times. He's actually been a guest on the show once. He's a young um, university student in Florida, Has um, is pursuing an engineer degree, read um, Hot Dog Saved My Life, and bought him a used cart, found him a used cart. I've got a whole chapter devoted to used carts, and he found a used cart, and he um, started selling hot dogs, and he's been supporting his way through college. He's been doing well enough that he's been able to put money back, and he's already started a second cart off the buildacart.com website he went to, and he started building a cart. So obviously, I'm impressed. One, he's young. Two, he's a college student with plenty to do, and he has decided to pursue uh, business over pleasure in his spare time, which is very admirable. But he called in last week with a problem that they were going to charge him somewhere around, I think it was 500 a week. Is that right, Rob? It was 500 a week Correct. they were charging? 500 a week. Yep. And he had to pay him, I think, 2000 up front. It was a six-week contract for a parking lot on the strip at a beach town during spring break. He um, debated over it. We kept the show running long just to be able to help give advice. We almost discouraged him, but we then told him at the end, hey, don't um, don't let us discourage you, but if you have enough money to do, absolutely do it. But if it's going to put you in a situation where you can't serve hot dogs anymore and you can't go buy it in bulk anymore or do, hurt you financially, then don't do it. Yeah, basically he's going to have to sell, his, sell off his hot dog cart to make up the losses because he didn't have any more cash flow to pay bills or any of that stuff. We advise him not to do it. I mean, that's just general business sense that if some people kind of panic and they say, well, this is a good deal, I want to do it. But at, in the end, don't don't let it wreck your whole uh, game plan. So uh, that was the only reason we were not really trying to discourage him, just being uh, conservative in the information we were trying to relate to him. So, You're you're exactly right, um, and I even apologized. I told him, I said, I don't want to discourage you completely, but, you know, you're young, and that, that's a big chunk to bite off. You know, it's a, a big commitment, and he was having to pay him 2000 up front. Well, there was another vendor in the same parking lot that was selling um, doodads, you know, hats and beads and shirts and sunglasses. Well, it turns out that guy, Stuart did decide to go ahead and get this gig. Um, but that guy came to him on the first day, I think it was last Thursday or Friday, and said, hey, I um, I didn't get my license. They're not going to let me set up. I didn't get my permits. Um, how about if I pay for your location and you let me work under your license? He already had a vendor permit for those six weeks. Um, Stuart said, obviously, yes. And so the guy is set up still where he was, 
and and Stuart got the location for absolutely nothing. Um, and it just keeps getting better. It almost sounds unbelievable, but and I can't. I asked him if I could tell you his figures, or basically, I asked him if I could ask him on air how much he's made. Um, I can tell you this: in the four days he's been doing this, he's a thousand air now. Um, but he didn't want to go any further, and he is doing phenomenal, um, absolutely phenomenal. So keep that in mind if you're in an area where you could possibly squeeze into a spot. He's working at an old gas station. And if you go to Facebook, forward slash Ben's Carts, you'll see a bunch of pictures he's posted of his site. And his big money comes somewhere between 8 o'clock at night and 5 o'clock in the morning. And he's even been hiring girls to run the cart when he needs to go home and shower and shave and, and sleep. So I'm just so impressed with him and hope that he can get on here and tell us um, more. I don't want to divulge too much. He was worried that, you know, he'd be bombarded with other vendors coming in and moving on top of him. But he's such a nice guy, and I, I'm just happy that he, he, he um, he's, he's already been a success. If it all ended tonight and it rained for the next um, six weeks, he's made plenty of money and um, is tickled pink. Now, the other part of this is I am, um, am going to see Stuart this weekend, going to film him, and we'll be posting that up on the blog and going to work the cart with him some and show you everything he does, and I'll try to get as much interview time as I can with him. He's hooked up with a beer. Um, I think it's um, – what's the, Rob, what's that beer company that um, – they do a play on words with the name. They, they got the – they got the guy that, um, golly, I wish I knew my beers, um, but I don't. Is it a domestic or an import? Keith Stone. Keystone. Keystone. Keystone beer, yeah. Yeah. Definitely they have a big beer. rig set up next to him now, and, and they've got beer girls there and, and just a whole big highfalutin stuff going on. So... He's um he's having a blast and he's selling all kinds of stuff these neon necklaces and stuff off his cart and the the one thing I wanted him to tell y'all tonight is we've been talking a lot about taking um, money on a credit card machine at your you know thing and we even had a guest on the show and obviously I, I I'm not married to any of these companies I don't get sponsorship money or anything from them I welcome them on to tell about their products and if you if you like it then go for it and if you hate it tell us about it so we won't promote it uh, but the bottom line is is this um, he's using a company and I can't remember the name but we will find out for you. He pays $5 a month. It is a 36-month contract, okay? It doesn't work off his phone. They send him the equipment. It is cellular. They pay his monthly bill or whatever it is, or his monthly bill is 5 bucks a month. And he can accept all the cards. His only absolute only fee, and he's already been billed and he's seen his fee breakdown, is 1.5%. Flat fee, no surcharges other than the $5 a month. Um, he is going to give us all that information. I should have had it, but I thought we'd have him on the air. And so I will be posting that as well. It may be a thought for y'all. Um, the only drawback I see is the 36-month contract, but you can buy out the contract. He said in the first year for like 300, the second year for like 200, and the last year for like 150. So those are the catches with it, but it seems to be um, much better. The reason he brought it up was he said that he is doing – a, an enormous amount in card sales 
off of all these little, you know, beads and hats and sunglasses. And he said, people are tipping bigger. They're doing everything bigger. They're drunk. Um, last night he called me and he goes, yeah, I'm working. I'm serving dogs. And I just figured I'd call you. He's holding the phone to his shoulder while he's serving people. And his line kept getting bigger. And he told me, he goes, Ben, I got to go. There's like 30 people in my line right now. And I, I got to get going. And so, and he had help. So he was cranking it out last night. So I just wanted you to know that um, we've got some good information coming there. It's it's not like I'm holding out on you. I don't know the name of the company. Well, I do. He told me the name of the company. I don't remember the name of the company. But I will be posting that up on the blog. We've um, Rob, is there anything else um, you want to cover before we um, – I'm going to try at some point here to get a hold of um, Biker Jim. But if you've got just a second, let's run a short little breather. Let me have a sip of coffee. Have you seen it? LearnHotDogs.com has one-on-one training. You can pick a vendor nearest you and get help and even get hands-on experience on a real card. Simply click on the link, one-on-one training, at the top of the blog. Want to save even more money? Build your own professional hot dog cart. Save over $1,000. Buildacart.com. Buildacart.com. Well, we're back, and we've got Rob from North Carolina with us. Um, Rob, I thank you for for doing this with me each week. Um, You've been a huge help, and um, I I, I simply couldn't do it without you. I, I don't have it in me, and it's hard to... Oh, I bet you could. I don't think I'd want to. <laughs> I sure appreciate it. We're 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 a. Um, it's got to be you know we're the we're the most professional unprofessional show you've ever seen on the radio, and it's kind of neat. We've got a bunch of people on tonight, and from some other countries, which is kind of cool. And I welcome all y'all, and hope you can understand my um, hillbilly accent. The um, Rob, what um is there anything you'd like to cover before we try to get a hold of um. Well, uh, I was just going to reiterate uh, where Stuart was talking about uh, taking uh, credit cards, debit cards, and and things have helped him as far as uh, selling more tips and all this other thing. I have to. I recently started taking credit cards. Now I use Square. Been fairly happy. I've had a few scan issues at times, but so far I've been very happy. And and I, ha- I have to agree with him. My uh, overall sales per transaction grow because when people come up to the car and they're like, hey, do you take charge? Or they see the square sign with the little uh, MasterCard and Visa and all that. And I say, yeah, I take uh, charge. And they said, oh, okay, great. Well, now they're asking their buddies, hey, you want a hot dog? Instead of before when it was just cash, they don't do that all the time. So, well, they're asking two or three girls standing around, you know, or whatever, hey, you want, uh, you want a hot dog? So they slap it on a card. And uh, a lot of times, you know, when I go through the process, uh, and I kind of got scolded in one of the forums uh, for, for talking about this, and I thought it was kind of funny, actually. But, I, you know, one of the things I do, because it's a new process. Everybody's used to a restaurant style where it prints out the little ticket and it has a little line that says tip. Everybody's used to that format of paying with a credit card. Well, a lot of people are not used to this format with uh, smartphones. So you have to go through the process of scanning the card, and then you have to let them sign it. I always have where I want people to sign it. And one of the things they have to go through is the tip section. And I ask them, I said, if you'd like to leave a tip, 
uh, you do so here. If not, just push uh, uh, whatever it is, next or decline or whatever, and it goes to the next step. And I just say it very politely, very quick and cordial. I don't dwell on, hey, you're going to leave a tip type thing. And normally they, I've never had anybody not leave a tip on a card. Um, but, you know, I just, again, go through the process and tell them, hey, if you'd like to leave a tip, you can't hear. If not, push this button, go to the next and sign, please. And that's all I say. And and when they, they say, oh, yeah, well, let me see, and then I can even set up different tip rates. But, uh, yeah, I, I have to agree. It's uh, if, you can, if you're not doing charge, it's well worth it if you uh, have or can get the technology uh, with a smartphone. I had to wait until my, uh, I updated my phone and just briefly did all that. But uh, I'm very impressed with uh, carrying the card. I was kind of old school and said, hey, this is an all-cash business kind of mentality. But, you know, right. I just had, I don't know, $70, $80 hit my account um, just from last week kind of thing. Right. That I probably would have lost. I mean, as a matter of fact, I know a lot of those sales. I've lost sales um, throughout a weekend where people specifically said, do you talk, take charge? And I say no. And they go, well, okay, and they walk off. Well, I just lost a sale. So right. uh, if, if you're going to do it, I would definitely research them uh, and, and maybe pick that up and try doing it. Well, I know that Stuart told me last night that his tips, well, one, it helps to have drunk customers, but the and drunk young customers with, you know, many of them with dad's credit card um, that are buying, that are tipping huge. Like yeah. um, last night while I was on the phone with him, he helped a customer, and the guy gave him a $7 tip on a, on he, he's got these beads he's selling in bundles, and they sold him. They he, they bought the beads for two dollars or whatever, and then gave him a seven dollar tip, basically yeah. round to an even ten. Yeah, <laughs> I, I see stuff like that on my car. You know, as far as you know, they'll round it up and say, yeah, throw five dollars on there for you, or something of that nature. You know, or they'll buy, uh, you know, five dollars worth of hot dogs and spend at least three dollars on a tip half the time. So yeah, it's definitely worth it. I mean, it's and and. I'm not promoting Square. I mean, I do happen to use it, but they charge 2.75% on theirs, and, you know, that's peanuts, really. Um, so, you know, if you want, and a lot of people, if you want to factor that into your cost of doing business, I don't blame you. Um, and if you need to raise the price of whatever, you know, um, fine. But uh, I think it's definitely worth looking and pursuing. Um, I was a pushback. I, I said, nah, I'm not doing, I'm not doing that, I'm not doing that. Um, but I'm glad I did now. You know, Rob, I, somebody sent me um, one of the um, the vendors on you know our Facebook page sent a message to me about the new program or new software that Square just announced, and it was on the news today. And Heather, who is um, admin at, over at Mobile Food Vendor Association, her husband saw it and sent it to me today. And I posted it up, but it's it's something about for free, it does everything. It's like QuickBooks all in one with your app for Square. Yeah, I think they're kind of trying to mimic what Intuit did. That's what Intuit was doing with their program, mm-hmm. uh, with their card reader. And I think Square says, hey, we're losing sales to Intuit possibly because of this, so they decided to add something similar. I saw what Brian Shores uh, posted on the chat here. It says, I always try to send the receipt to their cell phone. I do that too, uh, Brian. It's, it's almost kind of neat. It's kind of, I don't want to say gimmicky, but, you know, I say, what's your phone number? And I, they'll give it to me, and I'll say, you should have a receipt sent to your phone uh, in just a second. And they'll go, oh, there it is. 
you know, they're kind of impressed how the whole system works. And I kind of show off the bells and whistles of it. And, I, again, you know, Arnold Kart's kind of – yeah, it's kind of an experience, as they say, on Arnold Kart. So if I can make buying it with a credit card fun for them, um, I try making that part of it fun, too. Again, I always try to send them a receipt. And they just think it's the neatest thing. And they say, oh, no, I didn't great. know that. I didn't yeah, know that. Can, that is awesome. You can, even, you can actually email it to them, or, or they'll, it'll send them a text message. Um, with the with the amount paid, and then they get to sign it using their finger, and they just think it's real neat. So uh, you know, again, I do the same thing what Brian does, which is try sending them a receipt. And I like you know, when you're dealing with people, even when they're sober, <coughs> at times I want kind of a trail. That's why I make them sign. There is a, a way you can avoid the signing. Um, I always make them sign, and then also I send them a receipt. So everything is on the up and up. It's legit. Somebody can't come back if they do try saying, hey, I didn't do that, it's much harder for them not to do it uh, and say that when they signed and you sent them a receipt and all that. So uh, I go through the actual whole process. So, yeah. Well, I think the the this one that Stuart was going to tell us about that he's been using for, you know, he's only been a vendor, here's what's amazing, for like three months. Right. And, and he, is, he is going to make in the next six weeks, um, if he just stays on target, more money than um, – than most vendors make in a year. Well, and oh yeah. Exactly. This was a brilliant, brilliant move by Stewart. <laughs> and but he said, well, you know, his, we told him, we told him to do it, Ben. We we encouraged him just just right out of the gate, go do it. Don't hold, don't hold back. We told him just do it. Well, yeah, we did. And, and, <laughs> sort of, kind of, <laughs> kind of, kind of. Other than the hour of, um, of of all the things that could go wrong, speech we gave him like parents. Yeah. <laughs> but we did. We kind oh, of. We, we, you, you told him. You, he asked you. I think he said, "Rob, um, would you do it?" And he goes, and Rob goes, "Absolutely." And then. Yeah. I, I told him the same thing. I said, you know what, I'd, I'd do it in a New York second, but I just right. don't want you to be hurt. That was my fear, right. it hurting his business. It was, it was conservative information there for a while, but in the end, he said, would you do it? I said, yeah, right. yeah, I'd do it. Hey, um, I'm, but, I'm seeing on the on the chat line um, people talking about, you know, um, you know how to get a Droid or an iPhone and all the stuff you have to get. Something Stuart did mention is all the equipment was free. And it's real equipment. It's Verifone, and yeah, they provide it to you free it. under yeah. the three-year contract. You're, you, what you're on is a three-year lease for five bucks a month. And um, the the beauty of Square, though, is there's no application really, to so to speak, and and it's it's very quick. Yeah, I mean, I, I actually emailed the company or, or signed up on the company. As I wasn't much, is six or seven lines to fill out. Uh, they send you. Um, a few minutes later, they send you a response saying, hey, you're going to get your uh, uh, card reader in the mail. I did within, I don't know, five to seven days. I went, once I plugged it in, I uh, went on my, I, I have the, an Android-based phone, uh, my touch, and I just went on my, the apps, um, downloaded the app. It took literally 30 seconds. I was up and run, running, doing stuff. As a matter of fact, I didn't even have mine linked to my bank account at the time, and I wasn't I didn't think I did, but wasn't quite sure. Even if you're not linked to the bank account itself through Square, I took payments for two weeks, and it just collected in my uh, account. Now, once now once I did do it, um, it actually you don't even have to tell them. Let's say uh, each 24 hours, it deposits the money into your bank account. 
Right. It's right. automatic, so you don't have to wait and then have to go log in. Like PayPal, the way you do that is you have to tell PayPal to move money to your bank account. With this, it's automatic. At the end of the business day, a 24-hour cycle, it takes whatever it was. matter of fact, I had uh, a slow day one day last week maybe, and it was, I only had like $12 on it for that night. Well, they right. just sent me an email and said, hey, we sent $12 over to your bank account uh, type thing. Uh, so it's automatic. Hey, like I said, it, the whole process was very quick and easy. Hey, Rob, let me go to a short commercial, and when we come back, um, if you'll sing a song or something, I'm going to go ahead and try to get um, Mr. Jim on the line. You got it. Y'all heard that, guys. He's going to sing you a song. After the show, head on over to benscards.com forward slash book. Ben has written what is called the most comprehensive course on the market. Check it out at benscards.com forward slash book. See real testimonials at Ben's Cards Facebook page. Hey, folks. Hope you're enjoying tonight's live podcast. Remember, not only can you get the biggest bang for your buck over at benscards.com, with cards starting at only $18.99, you can also get the free training and watch free training videos. Come on over after the show. We now return you live to the Ben's Cards Radio Show. Soon I'm by myself because I hear silence. Can everybody hear me? You can if I think I'm live. If you can hear me, put hello in the chat, please. Um, there was a preacher, a teacher, and a prostitute who would go into a bar. I just kid you. I know, uh, I know Ben was like, uh-oh, this is not good. Rob's getting ready to tell a dirty joke. But I am not. I kid. Um, one thing I was going to tell you guys about, um, can everybody hear me? Yes, no, hello, great, perfect. Um, I had a, this is not my idea, I, had, I cannot take credit for it. I had a gentleman call me the other day, I do some consulting work for people, uh, trying to help them out with whatever questions they may have in hot dog carts, and they come work my cart, so forth. I had a guy local to North Carolina call me the other day, and it was asking about commissaries. I asked him what he had done to look for commissaries and if he'd looked on Craigslist and if there was any in his area. Well, I wasn't familiar with his area and what was available. However, he said that uh, he did check about doing it at his church. And the health department and him realized that the church was not, uh, they had a kitchen, but it was not a inspected commercial kitchen. So he said, but, he said, I've got another idea that I think will work. And I said, what's that? He said, I have a friend of ours, a friend of our family, him and his wife on a daycare center. And it was like a light bulb went off in my head. And I said, man, that is a great idea. Um, never thought of that. And, uh, you know, a lot of daycares are probably owned. A lot of them are through a church. Um, there's tons of daycares with churches attached to them. And usually the actual um, daycare portion is going to be a certified uh, kitchen uh, through the health department and the state. So just on the long list of, of where to look for a commissary, Daycare centers, never thought of it, but, you know, they may be willing to, if you're willing to do a family day feeding for them, say, hey, do you all have a family picnic where all the uh, kids' families invited and you all do like a little summer get-together spring fling or something, I'll feed you guys if you let me use the, the kitchen. Um, or you may have to pay them a little rent or something, but, again, I thought it was a brilliant idea. never thought of it. Me and Ben talked about it. I did want to share that with you guys as a possible option if you're out looking for a commissary. 
Um, and a lot of times in restaurants, it's a little hard to get a commissary because sometimes the restaurant owners think you're being part of their competition and they're creating competition. But that's far from the truth. You know, usually you have uh, no competition at all so with a hot dog cart. But with the uh, idea of doing it with the, uh, uh, the daycare center, there is no competition. So, again, wanted to pass that along to you guys. And uh, that uh, I thought it was a brilliant idea, and I have to give that credit to the gentleman that called me from North Carolina uh, asking questions. That's awesome. Well, I'm glad you you remembered that. I had forgotten about it, but we do have Biker Jim on the line. And for those that don't know, um, he if if you want to go visit his Facebook page, his website, all those links are in the show notes. So just um, click on that information, and we'll also it's also over at LearnHotDogs.com blog, and you'll be able to um, catch up and and follow him and 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 learn a thing or two maybe. Um, I've learned from Jim. He's been, golly, he's been like an idol. Um, I know he hates. <laughs> Shut <his> up. <laughs> I, I do. I I am very thankful that you came on 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 the line with us tonight. I appreciate yeah, my, my you know, pleasure, Ben. <laughs> hey, um, you you had mentioned that um, you've been accepting credit cards for a while, haven't you? Um, yeah, I started using credit cards probably. God, I want to say most of four years ago. Um, just where, where my first cart was located, you know, it's kind of a downtown, uh, a walking mall here in Denver. And, you know, it just seemed like a, you know, a, a good service thing to, to do, a good customer service thing, you know. And when I was, uh, listening to, and, and I'm sorry, you're Rob? Is, is yes, that sir. your name? Yes, the other? Yes, sir. Okay, good, Rob. Good to meet you, man. Um, you, you know, you, you were talking, you were talking about Square and you're talking about how, you know, um, you, all of a sudden, you know, people are buying hot dogs for their friends and stuff because they can throw it on a card. Um, I just got a statement, and apparently credit card companies now are required to send you a uh, a tax form telling you how much, you know, you you uh, you charged in the last year so they can report that to the IRS apparently. And, you know, it was an ungodly amount of charges that went through. I mean, um, probably, you know, probably a good 40% of what I made last year was was done on a charge, and it's uh, we're, oh we, we have one of our carts. Yeah, one of our carts is on a campus, and you know, I mean, the kids there they don't carry cash, you know. And uh, you you were talking about tips, and my uh, you know my cart jockey out on campus, this guy, you know, I mean, he's he's a pretty smooth operator, but holy crap, does he make some money, you know? I mean, and and a lot of it just uh, is. Coming off a charge, coming off a charge tips. I think our, our machine is set up pretty similar to that Verifone that you were talking about, where you know, I mean, you you can bring up a tip, um, and uh, and he generally does, and pretty much everybody will just throw a, throw a buck or two on whenever he does it. Man, this guy does really well. I, I love it. Hey, while while we um, have you, let's um, catch everybody up on you so they know. Um, who Biker Jim is, and um, can you tell us just a little bit? And and I'm, you know, this isn't a gotcha show, so um, feel free to, you know, if I ask a question you don't want to answer, tell you know, tell me to jump in the lake. But so oh, well, sure. Tell us, tell us how you got started, when you got started, roughly, and and you know what, where it's gone. Okay, sure, man, that'd be my pleasure. Um, I, uh, you know, like most people that got started in this business, uh, couldn't either 
couldn't afford to continue doing what they were doing or couldn't stand what they were doing anymore. Um, I uh, had moved to Colorado 25 years ago to go to school, and I got a job repossessing cars while I was going through school. So, uh, um, you know, and it was, you know, it was a great job when I got out. I was making great money, but I, I put in my time. I had just, you know, I, I think I pushed my luck about as far as, you know, I probably needed to push it. I, uh, <laughs> I'd say, you know, I probably stolen back somewhere around 12,000 cars in my career. Oh and my so far, nobody, nobody killed me, you know, at that point. And I've only had one death threat as a hot dog guy. Um, and I did get several, <laughs> several more as a repo man. Um, but, you know, I, I, I'm making a living, I'm hating it, you know, and, and you, it, it's difficult to, you know, especially at my age, cause I was 48 when I decided to, uh, to quit doing that and jump into this gig. Um, you know, it's, it's difficult to, you know, put your home at risk, put your family at risk to jump in and do something else. But, um, it was a move out of desperation. I think like, like most people usually do when they jump into this thing, you know, what else are you going to do? Um, there's a, there's a friend of mine up in Alaska, um, and he's just getting ready to start his 20th year as a, uh, as a street vendor hot dog guy. Um, did, uh, Ben, did you ever see the movie, the hot, uh, hot dog program it was on PBS? I did. Um, remember with, seeing that show? Yep. Yep. All right. Um, so there's this cat up in Alaska selling reindeer sausages in the middle of winter during the uh, start of the Iditarod race. Right. Uh, that's that's my buddy M.A., you know. And uh, I was up in Alaska one summer, you know, this was the summer of 05, and just sick of doing what I was doing and, you know, and wasn't sure where to go. And he said, man, you should do this. You'd be good at it. You'd have a good time. And it was just kind of one of those WTF moments, man. Um, found a used cart in Boise and... Uh, uh, jumped in with both feet and got really lucky with the location. Um, I, oh, I knew I was going to. Uh, that was in 05. Um, I, I got 05, started okay. in, yeah, fall of 05. So I'm into, you know, it's been a little over six and a half years um, since I started this. Um, you know, uh, you know how when you do something, you might think, you know, if you don't run into a lot of resistance, you might think you're doing the right thing. That's, that's kind of how this gig has been for me because. You know, even though, yeah, you know, I mean, we we work really hard. We show up on cold days. We show up on hot days. You know, I mean, we we chop 300 pounds of onions a week. You know, we <laughs> we lug some heavy coolers and that kind of crap. Um, you know, it's just been, you know, I've been really lucky. You know, um, opportunities have presented themselves. I've found a great crew. You know, um, I was. You know, I was getting a little burnt out. Okay, about year number two and a half, year number three, I was starting to get pretty fried uh, because I couldn't work any harder. Uh, I wasn't making any more money. Um, I knew I needed to expand. And, you know, that's it. for me, that, that's kind of how I felt. I couldn't sit still anymore. Um, but, you know, at the point, I, I didn't really have the, you know, the 10 grand or the 12 grand it would have cost me to get a custom hot dog cart built, you know, at the time because I, I, I had... You know, I had an idea that I needed a cart with a hood on it. Uh, you know, quit smoking 25 years ago. It just wouldn't be fair to get cancer from hot dog smoke. So I wanted to put a vent on my uh, on my cart, which was a silly idea, but uh, and which never worked actually. Um, <laughs> but uh, Denver hosted the the Democratic National Convention that year. Uh, the DNC was in Denver, and all of a sudden we have like 80,000 you know friends, you know, brand new friends walking the streets of Denver, 
you know, and I made enough in that week uh, to really, you know, soft, you know, finish up what I needed to buy the new cart. Uh, you know, bought a new cart, and I got really lucky on finding crew, you know, guys that I trust, guys that, you know, can represent kind of what we're trying to represent. Um, and, uh, you know, the the ball kept rolling. You know, we, we set up cart number two. Um, you know, and it was it was different. I got loads of grief from customers because all of a sudden, you know, Biker Jim isn't at a Biker Jim hot dog cart, you know. And, right. uh, um, but, you know, uh, as people are, well, people can be reasonable. And, uh, <laughs> you know, with, with enough time, you know, they, they got it, you know, that I couldn't be at two places at one time. And so, you know, years number three and four, you know, we, we hummed merrily along with, uh, with a couple of carts. Um, and, you know, and people kept asking me, you know, hey, when are you going to franchise? You should franchise. You know, when are you going to franchise this thing? And it never, you know, it, to me, it never seemed reasonable to try and franchise a cart. Why would anybody want to, you know, buy a cart and, you know, kind of use my model when they could use their model? Um, but a brick and mortar seemed like another story. So I started, uh, you know, I started thinking about, you know, trying to build a restaurant, you know, uh, started scraping together some money and, and opportunities presented themselves. I, uh, I managed to scrape together, uh, you know, the right amount of cash. Um, we found a space, which I don't know if anybody's familiar with Denver, but, you know, our restaurant's located about two blocks east of Coors Field, which is the Rockies baseball, uh, baseball field. Um, you know, the landlord there kicked out the right amount of tenant improvement money. Uh, this is kind of a, it's it's a neighborhood that's becoming more gentrified, but it's still a bit sketchy. Right. You know? So the city offered up some economic development loans. So I got a cheap loan, got the right amount of cash from the uh, from the landlord, managed to scrape together just enough cash uh, to get the doors open on this place. Um, and we're three weeks away from being, you know, having our first anniversary, which is interesting. I mean, I, I got to tell you, going from a one man team to like a three man team. To a to an eighteen person team is a trip. You know, uh, <laughs> I, 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 I'm a great owner, not necessarily the best manager, you know. But uh, you know, fortunately, there are people out there that are way smarter than me that know how to run restaurants, and and I've been lucky enough to find them. Uh, you know, I'm a great host. You know, I I, uh, I, I can burn some hot dogs uh, and do things along those lines, but you know, I by no means. You know, uh, the illusion that, you know, I am what you might call a great GM at a restaurant, but I found one, you know, and I found some great managers. You know, I was in Denver um, two summers ago, and that main strip, and I don't know the name of that road, that there's actual vendors in the median of, you know, there's stores on both sides. and I think um, you're, you're thinking of the 16th Street Mall, probably. Okay. The 16th if you were in Denver, yeah. Yeah, yeah, I was yeah, downtown Denver. Just a big walking mall, and they have buses that run up and down, and vendors are in the middle. Right. What um, What separated you fr- from the average vendor on that strip? Um, a couple of things, you know, and, and thanks for bringing that up. Um, you know, I when I said I, I got lucky, I really did. I managed to, to locate a spot um, on uh, a city park, which happens to border – that 16th Street Mall, and when I, you know, when I first landed there, um, 
you know, I kind of got the benefit of being able to vend on the mall without actually being part of the mall. And, you know, the, uh, it was, the mall's run by the Downtown Denver Partnership, and they were very interested in, you know, having a uniformity in their vendors. So, you know, all the vendors had the same umbrellas. They all had the same director's chairs. They had the same coolers, you know what I mean? And, and truthfully, you could walk, you know, I mean, you had to fight your way with a stick through all the hot dog carts that were down there. Um, you know, I was one of the first people to have a grill. Um, and, you know, for me, I started with, you know, kind of a, a an interesting menu. Um, it became more interesting as it evolved. But, you know, being an Alaskan boy, I, I knew when I started I was going to use a reindeer sausage. Um, you know, and I, I worked it out with the uh, with the manufacturer in Alaska, got an account with them. You know, I, uh, I got an account with Alaska Air Cargo, so my shipping, you know, is kind of in place, um, and started started selling reindeer sausage, you know, and I brought it down for two reasons. One, you know, nobody else down there carries it, and two, uh, I can eat it pretty much whenever I want, and I eat it all the time, you know. It's, you know, that's one of the big benefits of, of selling reindeer for me is I get reindeer for breakfast every damn day if I want, you know. <laughs> um, you know, I, I and I looked around. You know, I mean, I, I I did my homework. I went to a lot of butcher shops, and sausage manufacturers, and you know, meat processors in Denver. And you know, I mean, my my friends and I, we ate a lot of sausage, you know, for the month before I before I rolled out. Um, and you know, I found a really good buffalo broth uh, that I rolled out with. And I roll, you know, and I, and I started with some more traditional stuff. You know, I mean, I did a good German veal broth. I did a Polish. I did a you know, a Hebrew national kosher dog. Um, you know, so my menu wasn't, you know, out there very far, but I decided to, on Wednesday, I started doing a wild on Wednesday special. And, um, you know, one of my manufacturers specialized in wild game. So I rolled out with an El Calapeno cheddar brat. Uh, I, I, I picked up a pheasant brat, a wild boar sausage. And, you know, those, those kinds of sausages became so popular that that became my, my daily menu, you know, our, our menu evolved into, you know, the big wild game carnival that it is. Um, and, and keeping in the tradition of, of trying to make, you know, something special about one day a week or two days a week, you know, we started doing a Wicca, uh Wednesday special. And, you know, I mean, I really started looking around and trying to find, you know, as many interesting brats as I could find and roll them out on Wednesday, you know. So that's when I, you know, I'd find rattlesnake brats. Guinness beer brats and Boudin and Dewey and, uh, you know, German Botlanders and Lisa and, uh, um, you know, I mean, just there's so many sausages out there. And, uh, you know, maybe I'm lucky here in Denver that, you know, there's really a number of, of great providers. Um, so I just continue to kind of look and try and keep Wednesdays fresh, you know. And, right. uh, and what, what that did for me was it, it actually gave me a great repertoire and gave me a, a great portfolio of sausages to uh, rely on. You know, at our restaurant right now, we do 16 different kinds of sausages on any given day. You usually find a couple of specials, and then, uh, you know, and then we do some interesting topics. That That is incredible. <laughs> I, I, I so wish I could go back soon and, and, and try some of these. Now, you have, how many carts do you have now running, Jim? Well, I just have the two carts running, you know, and the brick and mortar, um, okay. I've been working with a company out of L.A. that builds food trucks. Um, and, you know, I, I, I met these guys at a, uh, 
uh, Cisco's food show uh, about a year ago or so. And, uh, you know, we chatted about street food and, they, you know, and these guys build state-of-the-art food trucks. Um, you know, they came over to the restaurant. We just opened the doors of the restaurant like two weeks before. So, you know, it was new. It was fresh. Um, you know, and these guys had some great ideas. All of them had been in, rest- in the restaurant business for some time. Um, and they, they really are, you know, working on the, uh, you know, just the mobile market. Um, so they contacted me about six months ago when we started talking about uh, putting my concept into a food truck and actually putting, you know, other concepts in trucks as well. Um, so what, you know, we, we've had a chance, or I've had a chance actually to, to roll out with a, with a biker gym food truck on a, on a number of occasions. We did uh, several events in Las Vegas. We did, uh, did an event in Palm Springs. We did an event in Hollywood uh, just a few weeks ago with a truck, which has just been a blast for me. You know, um, I haven't had much of an opportunity to travel, especially since I started this gig. You know, right. and to get an opportunity to travel and bend at the same time is is phenomenal. Um, we're, what, that we're is hoping, the sexiest darn truck that you have. Oh, I yeah, put it, on our blog. Yeah, um, the the guy that designed the wrap, um, he's out of New York, uh, a company called Rocket Dog. You know, I mean, and these guys did such a great job. You know, we chatted for about two hours and just you know he kind of you know, looked at our menu and talked to me about you know, what, you know, what feels good to me and, you know, not only, you know, the vending world, but just, you know, what do I like to do? And, you know, sent me about nine different sketch drawings and uh, was able to pull off. I think you're right. I think it's one of the sexiest wraps I've seen on any truck anywhere. Yeah, um, I absolutely and, love and, you know, and working in the truck was fantastic. We've managed to, you know, get our timing down to where, you know, it's it's difficult my menu is interesting and, and kind of difficult because it sometimes re- requires a little hand-holding for customers. You know, you walk up, you know, they might walk up and be a little um, concerned about eating a reindeer sausage or a rattlesnake broth or something like that, you know. Um, so depending on what kind of a venue, you know, and we did some pretty high-volume venues when we were in Las Vegas, you, know, you have to just kind of pare the menu down, um, you know, do four things maybe five tops as if, you know, uh, and, and I remember somebody earlier was talking about serving drunk people, yeah. you know, yeah. I, you know, I mean, I, I love hungry drunk people with money, you know, <laughs> oh, yeah. I mean, they're, they're, they're the best really. <laughs> um, you know, cause yeah, that, that's when you get the, you know, the, the $7 tip on a $3 hot dog that day. Right, um, right. Oh yeah. But you know, I, I found that you really have to, you know, help the decision impaired, um, so, you know, it, 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 uh, and that generally revolves around just paring the menu down as, you know, to, to something that's reasonable. Um, for me, I, you know, I've always been about variety. Um, and I have a hard time, you know, just going from the seven to nine dogs that we would normally carry on a cart to just four or, or five, um, off of the truck. But if you want to get anything done in any kind of time, you can't sit there and explain the whole menu to everybody, you know. Right. Hey, Jim, I, um, you know, I, I've always given you credit and for this, but I wouldn't have known about it without you. And I'm, I'm, I say I met you. I heard of you through Road Food um, years ago. Right. And I was 
you know, plundering through, learning, trying to figure out stuff, and you had told people on there about your Coke onions, your Coca-Cola onions. And, right. Um, and, you know, I even put it in the book that I wrote. I, I, I never have the cart running without it. Um, many people are using it now. Um, and you should have trademarked it or patented it or something. <laughs> <laughs> well, you know, it's not—it's not like I actually invented that, but <laughs> but that 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 buddy of mine up in Alaska—that was, you know, that was his trick. And I'm not saying he, you know, I'm not saying he gave it to me. You know, um, I, I did, I did, I did spend a few days at Weenie U with him, you know, and uh, you know, I, I actually paid him quite well for any tips and tricks that uh, you know he might have passed on to me, and that's. You know, the, the Coke onions, it's a great trick. You know, I mean, the speed caramelization process, you know. Yeah, I'm going to ask you a question. When you first was looking at switching uh, from whatever you were doing, which was repoing cars, um, right. to then getting into the hot dog cart business, did you get some pushback from any friends, family, and they're like, are you crazy, a hot dog cart? And I know, I know yeah. why you're laughing, but I have to ask this question, and I ask it because there's – some people, you know, we get this all the time. Uh, people call and say, well, I'm just not real sure, and, you know, they're kind of hesitant. Or Is it for real? Even, yeah, maybe they even think there's a stigma with a hot dog cart person, or I don't know. But you get some resistance a lot of times from family and friends, and I, and I know why you're laughing, but I want you to explain. Did you get any pushback from family and friends? And obviously you didn't heed that pushback and hear you set today, but um, do you, do you, did you get that, and what was it about? Uh, <laughs> Yeah, that's, a, that's actually a great question, and I, and I forget about it sometimes, too. Um, you know, my wife and circumstances led me to, you know, to this. Um, the last few years my mom was alive, you know, she had dementia and Alzheimer's, and uh, she needed a caretaker up in Alaska. And the caretaker that she had had a stroke, and my wife, you know, loves my mom and has worked with Alzheimer's patients. And you know, so she flew up and basically took care of my mom for a year while I was holding the fort down here. Um, you know, so she's up in Alaska. I'm starting this business. She's crying. You know, I mean, I'm talking to her on the phone, and you know, she doesn't know about this thing. You know, it's uh, um, my friends were kind of shaking their heads at me. You know, like you know, you're you're just you're nuts. Um, you know, I sold my wife's car while she was in Alaska and bought a truck. So, yay! Sorry, honey. Maybe that's why she was crying. Um, but uh, <laughs> you know, it, it it it's true, and and that's kind of. There's, there's a number of things that people won't understand about other people, you know, um, and uh, I, I needed to do something else. You know, I mean, Ben, you sure. wrote a book, Hot Dogs, Hot Dogs Saved My Life, and, you know, and, and I'm right there, too. I was you know, I was pretty miserable. And in the last couple of years that, that I worked as a repo guy, um, you know, I just I, I wasn't sure what else I could do. You know, I mean, I was thinking I would go manage a Harley shop somewhere or uh, you know, sell something. I, you know, I didn't know. And go work at a television station. Um, you know, it was something like that. But, uh, um, you know, this just seemed like such a good idea that was presented to me at exactly the right time. Um, and I couldn't not do it. And that's, that's, that's kind of the thing, man. I, uh, you know, and, and I think any entrepreneur really has to consider if you get an opportunity presented to you and, and some might be presented to you, some you might have to search out. Um, you know, you've got to do it. Otherwise, you're 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 always going to wonder what was it like. You know, and I think I'd spent you know enough times in my life 
not you know not jumping on opportunities that that made themselves available to me. I'm tired yeah. of doing that, or I was tired of doing that, you know. And and I've just found you know so much fulfillment in being you know and just going what the hell let's do this you know we can do this what's the worst that could happen you know I couldn't be any more miserable than I was you know <laughs> and. Uh, you know, and now my friends are going, oh, yeah, yeah, we always knew this would be great for you, you know. <laughs> like, oh, yeah, yeah. yeah we're backing you 100% now, man. I knew you had it, in you, honey? Um, I knew you could do it. And, yeah, right. She was like, are you crazy? A hot dog cart. Uh, you know, and, and it was just, uh, yeah, I'm, I'm right there with you. And uh, <laughs> I think yeah, you, you mentioned earlier in the interview that uh, you were lucky in a lot of respects. And, you know, I don't think you give yourself enough credit in some of that uh regard because, uh, you know, obviously uh, you're a smart business person and you, you positioned yourself uh, in, a, in some good ways and, and, and you did your due diligence, obviously did some research trying to find locations and carts and all that. So give yourself a little credit. Was there a little luck involved? I don't know your whole situation, maybe, but uh, I think uh, a lot of it's hard work, dedication, and, and putting yourself in the right place at the right time, but I think it's also, Jim, where you're smart enough to put your put yourself in those right places at the right time. So, uh, you know, I, I think you're cutting yourself a little short with the credit you deserve for hard work, and dedication, and, and so forth. And, yeah, and, uh, Jim, I, is, I, Jim I is awful that, humble. Um, I, I would I would have a head so big my wife would just have to widen the doors. The <laughs> <laughs> hey Jim, I want to bring this up. We were on the subject of the coke and onions. Um, another thing you do, and, and I mentioned it in my book. Now, in Tennessee, I'm not allowed to serve cream cheese on a cart. And every now and then, I've, I've mentioned it, that it accidentally falls into my onions right when they're about done. <laughs> and and right. unintentionally, but it, do, you know, it doesn't ruin them, and it seems to make everybody happy. How did you come up with that, and are you still having your guys that are running the carts, these cart jockeys now, are you having them... Do do it the same way. Uh, yep. Um, yeah, that's uh, that, that. It's it's really popular around here, and you know the cream cheese and caramelized onions are pretty much our signature. Um, you know, although they, we've we've got several other ways of being able to top the dogs at the restaurant. You know, it's just it was something that was easy to do on the cart. Um, and you know, talk about differentiating yourself from the other guys. You know, no, nobody else was doing it. Um, the way that worked out was that first cart that I bought from Boise, you know, from a guy in Boise, um, he picked up this cream cheese caulking gun from some guy in Seattle. And the cream cheese dog is, you know, it's a big thing in Seattle. That's kind of, you know, the sort of the Seattle signature. Um, and, and, you know, when I, when I bought the cart from him, he gave me some coolers, some umbrellas, and this cool cream cheese caulking gun, which, uh, you know, turned out to be really popular here, even though it looks suspiciously like the same thing. You know, they use a Taco Bell to put sour cream on your tacos. Um, ours is a cream cheese gun. Um, and it's, you know, it's pretty great whenever anybody says, hey, do you have any cream cheese? You know, like, are you from Seattle? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, so uh, I, you know, it's 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 worked very well for us. And, and talk about something that differentiates yourself a little bit, you know. Um, one, of, one of the other things that I found was, you know, if you're looking for, you know, customer service avenues or, you know, ways of setting yourself apart from other uh, other vendors, um, spend a little money, get a pro sign, you know? I mean, have a sign maker make you something that's that's nice, you know? I mean, I think my first sign cost me, 
60 bucks, maybe 65 bucks, you know, and it was a nice menu sign. Um, you know, so worth the money. Um, you know, a, a chalkboard thing might, you know, might be what you, you have to get away with when you start or a, a dry erase board or something like that. But the minute you can put together a good sign to, you know, try and look pro, keep the thing right. clean, you know, have some umbrellas, maybe spend a dollar sixty nine and get a bottle of hand sanitizer out there for your customers, you know, just little, little simple things like that, that, you know, for some reason, you know, I, I like to play music, you know, when, when I'm working the street. So, um, you know, I've got a, uh, I've got a marine battery that runs the pump for my sink and, you know, I managed to, you know, basically cut off the AC adapter on a boom box and plug that directly into the, uh, you know, into an outlet I had for my, uh, for my battery. And, you know, I play music all the time. I'd much rather do that than listen to the voices in my head most of the time. Um, and that's, you know, that adds a little, well, uh, just a little something extra at the card, man. It's, you know, it's, it's a lot more fun. Now, I saw um, on some of your videos, I, I actually went and, before you came on, and I knew about you, and, me and uh, when me and Ben was talking about guests, and, of course, your name came up a couple different times, uh, one of the things that uh, I went back and just I always research uh, who we're going to interview if I can, and I went back and looked at some of your videos, and I saw at one time you had a very simple menu board, and I think it said hot dogs, sausages, drinks, and chips, and that was it. Um, well, that's actually my, my – that would be my price. You know, that would right, be my, exactly. my, just a price board. Know, and that's right. what I was going to ask you. Do you stick with the core basics of just those items, or do you add, you know, oddball things like, you know, a, a cupcake or a pastry or any of those type things? Do you – because me, like, personally, I, I do the bar scene. I offer a pretzel and nachos along with the sausages and the hot dogs. Is there anything else you add, or do you just keep it to that mainstream, that, that just streamlined menu? Um, you know, it's – yeah, for for me it's just uh it's just the menu. And and I don't do a lot of late night stuff, you know. I mean, where I'm set up, um, you know, on that walking mall, there's I'm on a city park and so the hours, you know, are pretty much until ten o'clock at night. And and where we're located, you know, I mean, uh unless you're out there at two in the morning when the bars close and people are starving, um, you know, there's you know, there's no reason to stay much after four or five at that one sure. location. Um, you know, for me, no, I've never really gone out of my way to bring a cookie or to bring, you know, some kind of, well, all right, let me, let me take that back. You know, when I think about it, when I first started, um, I always expected to have a cheesecake business. I've been making cheesecakes for years. And, you know, so I brought cheesecake out with me on the carts. Um, and I make fantastic cheesecake, man. You know, we do a, you know, brownie bottom, brownie top, white chocolate cheesecake, mm-hmm. or I would do a Irish car bomb cheesecake, or a sure. creme de menthe cheesecake, or, you know, I mean, just, you know, I, I made some great cheesecakes. Nobody was buying them, you know. Um, I was eating a lot of cheesecake, throwing away a lot of cheesecake, <laughs> giving a lot of cheesecake away, um, you know, and so it just, it, it became silly, you know, so I stopped doing that, um, and, you know, concentrated just on what people are, you know, what to feed people, you know, more of a savory lunch. If they want a cookie, you know, they can go across the street to, you know, Panera Bakery or whatever, you know. And sure. where I'm at, I can see seven different restaurants and two other two other hot dog guys, you know, I mean, from from my location. Mm-hmm. Um, that, now, um, do you hey, know more? Go ahead. Sure. Go ahead. Oh, I was just going to talk about to see if you knew uh, Mark Reitman, uh, Chicago-style dogs. Mark runs Hot Dog University. 
Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know him personally. I know of him. I have heard wonderful things about him and his program. Mark's a capital fellow. Um, when we met, when we first met, you know, um, I was, you know, pretty much all about variety. You know, I mean, we carry in, in my soda cooler, you know, there's probably, you know, 10 or 11 different kinds of sodas, you know, and, and, and they're all canned sodas. I haven't gone to bottles just because I wanted to keep the price point right there. I wanted to have a, you know, a, a dollar drink, you know, so you can get a, you know, a can of soda for a buck or you can get a bottle of water for a buck, but I didn't want to have, you know, bottles of Mexican Coke or something that you have to spend two bucks for. You know, I wanted to, I planned on doing volume. So I wanted to let the customers grab their own drinks. You know, we carry, you know, the, the variety pack of Lays, but we'll also throw in Sun Chips. And we also throw in Spickies Chips. So, you know, if you look at it, there's probably a variety of nine different kinds of chips to use. Uh, you know, we carry seven to nine different dogs. Um, when I when I first started going on to road food, I used to get in just I wouldn't call them arguments, but great discussions with Mark uh, online, Chicago style dog, uh, just because of his his idea was simplicity. You know, he had two dogs, maybe three dogs, and a Pepsi or a Diet Pepsi. You know, no chips. You know, no variety in sodas. You know, I mean, just make it as simple and straightforward as possible. Um, you know, and it was so cool because he. Mondo's successful, you know, with his simplicity routine, and you know, and and I'm just kind of the other end of the scale, and 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 been you know quite successful with, you know, as much variety as you can pack into a into a boiler and into a uh, into a cooler. Um, but as for getting into dessert, they just never seem to work, you know, for me, or at least my cheesecake. Huh? I'd, um, I'm going to take you up on the cheesecake. Are you offering that in the restaurant? Um, on occasion, we do. Okay. You know, uh, here's here's the issue. My <laughs> wife has gone vegan. You know, over over the, over the course of the last couple of years, my wife now eats nothing with a face on it, and um, <laughs> she or that had a face. You know, and which makes it interesting here. Um, you know, because <laughs> you know, I'm, I'm I'm trying to be the Abe Froman of Denver, and you know, and and she is, you know, well, it's it's great. You know. But she. <laughs> <laughs> You know, I'm, I've ran out of time. I don't have the time it takes to, to bake cheesecakes. And she has been baking the cheesecakes for the last couple of years. She no longer really enjoys working with animal products so much. So our, our cheesecake business is starting to suffer a little bit. I'm training some people at the restaurant to start making cheesecakes now. Right. Uh, right now it's kind of catch as catch can, you know. Um, we'll, we'll have some up and run. I think, you know, it's. If you make it out here, Ben, I'll make sure you get a nice cheesecake. <laughs> All right. Hey, I'll, um, I've got a daughter that's, you know, in Oregon, and so um, we try to go see her every summer. Um, she's in college out there. But can you give me just two seconds? I've got a lady that wants to say hi and, um, sure. and, and a big thanks. Sure. You're listening to HDVR Hot Dog Vendor Radio. Folks, we've got Biker Jim on the air live with us, and I have just brought on Marlene. She is a hot dog vendor extraordinaire and wanted to um, give a shout-out, basically, to um, Biker Jim. Marlene, are you there? Oh, I'm here. And, yes, mainly, really, it's my husband, Bill. He he really has followed Biker Jim We've set up our business 
kind of based on his sausages and the different type of foods he serves, and we're doing great. And we've bought two carts from you, but we really want to thank Biker Jim for the, um, you know, information, and and we're following and just listening to him. We're actually following him almost exactly on the type of business he's doing. I mean, everything's working out really well. That is well, fantastic. Well, congratulations. Where, where, where are you at, Marlene? We're in Asheville, North Carolina. Oh, sweet. And uh, yeah. and, and you you don't have issues because you know I'm I'm so lucky here in Denver. Just the, the health department. There's hoops to jump through, but they're oh, tell me. you know easy to work with. <laughs> you know, Denver they are so so much easier to work with than I've heard horror stories about you know other regions. Um, yeah. You know, people that can't use cheese. You know, for example, Ben. You know, can't use cream cheese and right. uh, and you know where, where you're at, but uh, and you're able to able to well, you know put out. We're in North Carolina, and they haven't approached us about cream cheese. We have used it in the past, but mm-hmm. um, we've always done mainly. Um, we've worked at a brewery, and we're doing mostly music festivals and things like that. Sweet. But now my husband, he's got three more days. And he's going full time hot dog cart on the street plus music festivals. Congratulations. Yes, he's giving up Marvel. his chef job. So <laughs> you know, going from a chef to a hot dog cart. Now what does that tell you? It tells you there's some good dogs fixing to be served in Nashville, North Carolina. That's what oh, it sounds yeah. like to me, man. It's, you know. <laughs> have you have you had yeah, a chance to got... talk to uh oh, I'm sorry, go ahead, Marley. Oh, I'm sorry, go ahead. No, I was uh, I was going to talk about uh, hot Doug in Chicago, Doug Son, but why don't, why don't you go ahead tell us uh, you know what what kind of ideas? Well, we haven't been able to get by hot dogs. We've been up there a couple of years, and they always take vacation when we're up there. I don't know what the problem is, <laughs> <laughs> but, um, but we've served a lot of game sausages. Which you're right, people come up and you got to explain the whole thing to them. But mm-hmm. we have got a following now because they always, you know, they point us out now in the street when they see us. They know who we are. They know what we serve. We serve quality hot dogs. Um, I don't know what your price range was out there. We're serving stuff anywhere from $3 to $7. And they're buying it and not complaining a bit. And we, I mean, we serve good quality stuff. That is exciting, Marlon. Yeah, I hit I hit kind of the same price point. Once again, just to make it easy on myself, math skills not being all you know all my favorite thing to do. So you know, chips are right. a buck. You know, uh, drinks are a buck. All my dogs now, and they've evolved to a five dollar and fifty cent hot dog um, here. But you know, I mean, and yeah, I make more money selling a Hebrew National than I do a reindeer sausage. But it's just you know so much easier you know just having that one price. And some of my food right. costs. You know, range anywhere from you know, my food costs are a reasonable twenty eight percent to a kind of unreasonable thirty five, thirty eight percent. You know. Um, yeah, we're in the same. We're actually in the same price range, and we were just talking tonight because we got a new summer festival starting up, and we're talking about buy, about making like even a super sandwich with like a half mm-hmm. a pound of hot dogs or some other kind of sausage and what price rate. We're, we're really, we're we're going out there. We're we're going to just make it something that people don't see around here. And we, you know, we've got hot dog carts around here, but they're serving 
just the regular hot dog, we're we're beyond that. We're doing the game sausages. We're doing the local made sausages. We're doing even mm-hmm. some of our own, and uh, it's going really well. I'm happy now, to hear um, that. On on your signage, Marlene, how do how do people know that you have game sausages and stuff? Could you uh, do you have? Oh, a, oh, I mean, we have a great menu. Um, where we were at at the brewery that we do with the music festival, we have a sign at the door that we're there. And then we put menus out on the bar. We have a signboard at our cart. Um, They know exactly what we've got every time because we change it up. We we don't have the same thing every time because we want to keep it new. We want to keep it fresh for the same, you know, the usual customer. You know, we've always got those people that have no clue we're there, no clue what we're serving, and they're always amazed. They always come back and thank us for the wonderful food. I mean, it's amazing. It really is. It makes you feel really good that you're doing something like that. Now, the the, the venue that you're at, um, I mean, so it's a, it's a, it's a brewery, and, and they do music festivals. Um, so you're not actually generally out on a street corner where, you know, you're just no, trying to garner that. traffic as Right, but we're starting at the end of the month. We're starting that at the end of the month. We're going to be on the street every day, five days a week probably, Um, and we're in an area where we're not only going to hit um, tourists, we will also hit a big local office worker market. And we have people that have been begging us to have a regular card out there. So I think we'll be all right. That's awesome. Awesome. Yeah, no, congratulations. One thing I've learned, well, I've learned a couple of things. One, people don't like to walk, and two, people don't really like to read. Um, so, <laughs> you know what I mean? And, and that that may be an, a, a, an interesting thing when you get out and you're actually um, dealing with, uh, you know, dealing with customers that are walking by, especially if they're you're right. in a situation where there are a number of other uh you know, a, a number of other hot dog carts. You know, I mean, I, I had well, that. Be- they're farther, yeah, they're farther away from us. And that's the reason we picked the spot we picked is because mm-hmm. the regular carts are all in one little area. We are going to be like two blocks, three blocks away. But the market we're going to be in is a whole different market than where they're at. Cool, cool. Um yeah, I just, you know, I'd get people walking by and they'd see my my price sign, you know, and they'd go five dollars mm-hmm. for a hot dog or five fifty for a hot dog. Are you crazy? You know, but they wouldn't look at this two by three foot a frame sign I'd have that says elk, reindeer, buffalo, wild boar, stuff like that. You know, right? Um, right. And that's and that's kind of what I've learned, and you know, um, just that people don't read. Um, you know, you're uh, right. Not, you're right not, about that because I've had people walk up even when we're at the brewery and say, "Oh, you're selling hot dogs." It's like, no, look at look closer. You know, <laughs> look a little closer. But um, but now we're planning. We've got the umbrella because you have to have an umbrella above your cart. And what we're going to do is we're going to have some small signage around the outside of the umbrella so it hangs down a few inches, and we're going to put. The type of sausages we sell, like Cajun sausages, game sausages, and that way it draws them in. That's Is smart, it windy Marlon. where you're at? I'm sorry. Does it ever get wind? Does it ever get windy? Well, a little bit, but see, we're going to be real protected because where we're at is we're next to a tall uh, parking structure, and then 
we're kind of confined with buildings all around us, so if we do get some wind, it won't be very often. <laughs> yeah, I've, I've found that the wind is the natural predator of the street vendor. You know, <laughs> oh, I understand. That, if, I do. If there's anything that can mess up a good hot dog day, you know, that's, yeah. uh, you know, and, and where we're at, we get we, we get plenty of breeze in Denver. Uh, yeah. My first yeah. year out, I think I snapped probably, you know, eight umbrellas, you know, because, you know, Ooh, you just get you know, everything to be fine, <laughs> and then you get a 35-mile-an-hour gust, and all of a sudden your umbrella get ripped, gets ripped off. Yeah. You know, well, you got a lot worse weather, I think, out there than we have in Asheville. <laughs> yeah, it's, a, it's, it's a heck of a lot better than Anchorage, I tell you what. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> hey, Marlene, I want, I want to thank yes. you for calling in and um, and tell your husband you got to talk to his um, his idol. Oh, she yes, he is. You know, I'm I'm like, you know, I just I've just been doing this maybe a couple of days longer than you guys, you know. I mean, that's the, and that's the beauty of this organization, right? You know, I mean, oh, especially and and I got turned on to, you know, turned on to a lot through Road Foods. You know, roadfood.com is is, you know, is a pretty valuable site, I think. Um, you know, it was very valuable to me. Um, you know, just being able to know that there's other people out there with the same kind of struggles. You know, and the same kind of success and the same kind of questions and, you know, and, and all that, man. It's it's nice to know that there's a community of people, you know, like, you know, like Marlene, like me, like Ben, you know, that are all trying to, you know, well, number one, feed people, you know, and, uh, and, and, and not, you know, not get stuck by the man anymore, except now I am the man, I guess. <laughs> um, you know, I mean, you know, you just gotta wonder what you know what my crew at the restaurant say when I, you know, <laughs> some days it's like, all right, there's that guy. Um, but you know, it's it's so great knowing that there's a community of like-minded people that are trying to do what we're trying to do, and and you know, it's it's good stuff, man. There's there's few things better than feeding people, you know. Few things well, you can do better than feeding people. It's definitely enjoyable and. What I love about it, and my favorite part of this business is all the people that I've I've been fortunate enough to meet, and the stories you hear. Um, if you visit over there on my Facebook page, people post up their stories or just a brief thing, and it it just warms your heart. You sleep better at night knowing. And the difference, you know, that what makes you not the man, Jim, as far as not the man that you referred to, is the fact that you're willing to do things like this to donate your time. Um, when you've probably got a couple other things you could be doing, um, I can think of one that's probably a two-wheeled vehicle. And, and I, I got a, I got a chance to enjoy that today. Some I uh, <laughs> I made you know we're supposed to it was 70 degrees here in Denver today. It's supposed to be 30 and snowing tomorrow. So you know I made sure everything was stocked up and I didn't need my truck today. So all the business I conducted was off of two wheels today, which was oh. very nice. Um, so. Yeah, I mean, aside from internet porn, you know, I mean, this is what I've got here. Man, so, you know. <laughs> I understand and that can get expensive. Oh. <laughs> so, sorry so about that. Tell us what. Um, tell us something. Um, one thing, or the best thing you think of for the new vendor, the person that has just gotten started or just fixing to start. What would you advise them that you would think that would be a big asset for them to know right now? Well, oh, man. You know, <laughs> number one, this isn't really uh, an easy job. You know, it can be simple, but it's it's not easy. 
Um, you know, I, I don't, you know, I don't think anything out there is particular brain damage. You know, I mean, especially dealing with cities and stuff like that. There's just hoops, you know. And you were talking about, you know, how to work with a health department on building a card earlier. You know, um, these are just guys that, you know, and many of them don't know what the heck they're doing. And if you can work with them reasonably, you know, you might be able to get what you need to accomplish. But I heard something early on that just, you know, made the most sense to me. Uh, this is the hardest I've ever worked for easy money. Oh, absolutely. You know, I mean, um, I, I get people, you know, uh, in office buildings, you know, looking down at me, uh, you know, and, you know, I'll, I'll have a line 20 people deep, you know, and they'll just see that line for a while and they'll, they'll go, look how much money this guy's making, you know, I mean, and, and, and they don't, you know, they don't get how much it costs to buy this product. They, they haven't seen me chop 100 pounds of onions, you know, or lug those 150-pound coolers or any of that kind of stuff. They see me out there, you know, listening to some, uh, you know, listening to some Uriah Heap and, uh, you know, uh, burning some dogs and having a good time and joking with customers. Um, you know what? The preparation one of the, or the cleanup. No, no, exactly. Hey, Jim, you know? hey, Jim, I got a retirement plan for hot dog vendors. I don't know if you've oh. been, uh, uh, <laughs> if you've learned about it yet, but uh, here, here, let me to explain to you how to set aside your retirement plan. For hot dogs, right? <laughs> Every time somebody asks you how much money you make, or I bet you make big bank. Every time you hear those words, put a dollar somewhere in a sock. <laughs> <laughs> and usually so within next. probably a six-year span, you should be able to retire from the hot dog cart business. But I promise <laughs> you, know, you, uh, and you know, everybody knows what I'm talking about. When the line's 20 deep, or you know, whatever, somebody will walk up to your car and say, "Man." How much money do you make up here? I hear that, or I bet you make big bank, or whatever. I hear that constantly, and I like I said, I always said I'm going to take a dollar every time I hear that and put it away for a retirement fund. I should go retire. Probably in six It's a great idea, Rob. Um, you, you know, I love when people often? come up and say, "Pardon me." Yeah, do you get asked that quite often? Um, you know, it's it's less and less for me because truthfully, I'm not. I, you know, I'm not on the street corner as regularly as I used to be. You know, what I mean, right. I love taking the cart out and doing doing special events. Doing, right. you know, I love catering weddings with the cart, man. It just trips people out, you know, when a hot dog cart's at a wedding, you know. And we did like ten or twelve of them last year, you know. We've got got several lined up. Um, but yeah, you know, I mean, I have people come down and say, well, I, I, you know, we all sat around in the office and we figure you make X amount a year, and right. you know, I'd always ask them if that was net or gross, which you know, usually send right. back to their calculators. Um, right, but one one thing for the customer, and uh, you know, for for the new kid, uh, the new person dealing with the customer, um, you know, you're you're more often than not an impulse buy. You know, people walking by go, I'm hungry. You know, I want to grab a hot dog real quick, and that's especially if they don't know you and they don't know what you're selling and you know uh, that sort of thing. Um, you have a finite amount of time to garner someone, or, you know, to to keep someone interested, to make them vested. So if anybody gets in line, you know, whether you've got two people in line, whether you've got 15 people in line, you know, if you can, just let them know that you know they're there. You know, I mean, yep. hey, you know, uh, give me a second, man. You know, let me let me hand this dog off. You know, just it, that little bit of acknowledgement um, invests the customer into hanging out with you. You know what I mean? Because you've got, you know, really 30, 30 45 seconds uh, you know, unless, of course, they know they want to eat there or they're hungry enough or there's not somebody right across the street. Like I said, there's seven restaurants within view of where I stand 
you know, and, and uh, you know, two other hot dog carts. And so, you know, it's that simple little thing I think had set, you know, helped set us apart. Well, it's, you know, it's a number of simple little things. You know, I guess when you look at it, you know, the whole picture just really consists of a number of simple little things. You know, absolutely. Um, I saw that on you. You mentioned that on one of the videos that I'd watched about you. Um, you had mentioned about acknowledging the customer. Uh, you know, if you've got a line three or four deep, and you just glance over to the person you're not waiting on at the time and say, "If you give me just a minute, we'll be with you in just a minute, folks. Appreciate you, your patience or whatever. Just those little things that you do that cost you nothing as far as a business owner. Uh, it goes such when, a long when, way. You're you're right. When I first started, you know, I mean, I hadn't been in the service business in a long time. I cut my I cut my teeth tending bars. You know, I mean, I, I, I had my first bartending job at 17. You know, lied, told them I was 18. Um, you know, um, but I hadn't done that in 25 years. And um, you know, when I first started, you know, it's it's a little different. You know, getting on the other side of the counter. You know, um, and whenever anybody made eye contact with me, I, I I'd be like, hey, do you want to you know try a try a bite of reindeer or try a taste of buffalo or something like that? And whenever they said, uh, you know, no, you know, I kind of always felt like I should just ask him for a quarter or something, man. You know, you kind of <laughs> felt like you're being treated as a pain handler. Um, but, you know, it, it it wasn't long before, you know, I, I realized that, you know, people like what you're doing. You know, they're, they're coming to you for a reason. They're hungry. You know, I mean, there's so there, there's fewer, fewer things you can do that are more important than feeding people. And, you know, if you're having a good time at it, you know they're they're going to want to pay you and uh you know and and tipping is is great you know i know that that has often been quite a you know a topic of discussion on road food you know tipping um you know i see absolutely nothing wrong with it you know um why not you know i mean i provide excellent service if someone wants to give me a little something extra for that i'm happy to take it now you know oh, yeah absolutely. um you know and the, and yeah. the same with my car jockeys you know i mean i've I've trained, well, I can't say I've trained the customer, but, you know, I, I've made it okay for them to tip the hot dog guy, you know, and consequently, it's, you know, it's helped my cart jockeys, um, you know, get an opportunity to make, you know, make a make a decent living, man, you know, I mean, um, my guys my guys do okay. You know, hey, there's, Jim? There's days when I feel like they're doing better than I am. <laughs> I've got a question, a, a lady called in just now that was listening, and she asked, um, if you if you can remember off the top of your head, if not, you can get back to us later. But I wanted to find out where you get your caulk gun and the actual, uh, or your cream cheese gun and the cream cheese tubes. Is that something? Is there you know a secrety place? Pretty much any any restaurant supply store will carry those. They're called a sauce gun. It's called a sauce gun. Okay. Yeah. Sauce gun. Um, and, so, and same yeah. with the cream cheese to. Yeah. The, well, the you know I mean the tubes are sauce right. tubes. You know, I mean, okay. I said earlier that they look suspiciously like the same thing they use at Taco Bell to put sour cream on your tacos. You know, okay. that's because they are pretty much the same thing they use at Taco Bell to put sour cream on your tacos. <laughs> um, so, you know, uh, you can go online, you know, do a search for sauce gun. Um, and, you know, there there are some out there, you know, so it's it's not that difficult to find, you know. So um, Cisco... Um, and I'm saying this for for their benefit, but Cisco or any of the food service um, companies is where you can buy those sauce guns. Um, I, you know, I wouldn't say Cisco. Cisco is a lot more, well, you know, I mean, in my experience, you know, a, a lot more food oriented. And there's, 
you know, they're also so expensive that I, I don't go out of my way to shop for utensils from them. Right. Particularly, right. you know, and, you know, we managed to twist their arm a little bit to, uh, you know, to try and get them, uh, um, you know, get the prices down on onions and potatoes and, you know, and our, our veg and that kind of stuff. And, you know, our Cisco rep here has been, has been fantastic. But, you know, things like that, um, I would either go to a, an actual restaurant supply store or look online. You know, I mean, there's companies like ktom.com that will, that does a great job. You know, I mean, I bought, you know, uh, I bought grills from ktom. I, you know, if you're looking for brand new equipment, ktom is not a bad place to go. Uh, hey, they're my neighbor, ktom. Are they? Oh, right so they're, on. They're about 30 minutes up the street from me. Right on. Yeah. No, they, hey. uh, you know, customer service there is great. I, I like them. I bought a number of things from ktom. So, uh, that's that's an avenue for a sauce gun if you uh, if you want to look in that direction. Otherwise, if you have a local uh, restaurant supply store, go poke your nose in there. Although I've got to tell you, the difference in price between K Tom and and our local guys, fifty bucks for the same thing. So, oh my god! Um, if you well, can wait a few got, days, you might want to order one online. I just got slapped in the head. Um, Mobile Food Vendor Association. Um, if you want to support them, which um, you do. I promise. You can go. They have an Amazon store, and they have the the gun. I don't know if they have the um, sauce tubes that you load up, but um, I'm sure you can get those at K-Tom or Websterant. Websterant's another good place to get great deals. Right on. Cool. So I will. Uh, uh, yeah. All right. I'm looking. I'm looking a little bit online. Some people are going Wilton. I'm trying to think who makes that one that I'm using. It's not. Is it Prince Castle? I think it's Prince Castle makes. Yeah, the, I just uh, saw that one. It's about a hundred bucks, ninety-five dollars. I saw that one. Right I'm looking there. at these ones from Wilton for you know thirty or thirty, you know, between thirty and forty bucks. Um, hmm, I have no idea if that's the same one. I'm. I will concentrate on the interview and I won't worry about trying to <laughs> and see if that's the same gun. Oh, I um. I am so glad that you you took the time to come on. There, there's so much that every, every time we have a guest on, I learn more stuff and um, am able to pass it along. It's like your Coca-Cola recipe, the Coca-Cola onions. Uh, that has been a huge hit. There's there's probably um, several hundred vendors that that I have told that recipe to and or that technique to that are using it with great success now. Um, I well, think I'm both flattered and pissed off. So, <laughs> <laughs> well, it's actually Rob's fault. Um, I haven't told anybody. Hey. Um, <laughs> <laughs> way, way to pass the buck there, man. Jeez. Yeah. Appreciate that. Uh, I got tire marks over my uh, rear end now from the bus that ran over me. Okay. Well, and, you know, I, I don't, I don't feel, I don't feel bad about, you know. Uh, passing that recipe on because, you know, as I said, I paid for it, you know, from my guy up in Alaska. That might have been, you know, that might have been his secret, but, you know, not to, not not since I paid for it. So how about you, you know? <laughs> well, we 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 do appreciate it. It's It's been a huge hit. Um, I have, you know, I put in the book that you you could actually put that on roadkill and and no one would know they'd love it. It that is so good. I do it at home even. My wife loves it. She likes to put it on steak. She's put it on baked pork chops. It's just delicious. And it's quick. Well, you know, yeah, it's it is quick. I, I have a tendency. I like to cook. You know, by no means a chef, 
but you know, I uh, I I had a subscription to Bon Appetit magazine for like twenty years, you know, and I like to cook, and you know, I mean, I will at at home, I'll take the time to, you know, caramelize onions properly. Generally, you know, I mean to. You know, and that's an hour to two-hour process. You know, depending on what I what I want to make with it. But you know, on the street, you can't beat it. And if I do them at home, I like to toss in a pinch of salt. You know, if I'm going to do the 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 speed caramelization trick, I'll, I'll throw in a pinch of salt at home. You know, I don't think it's necessary on the street because you've always got the pan going, and that you know kind of like seasons itself. But right. you know, just a pinch right. of salt at home seems to work for me. Well, I um I, I have added at home the the kosher sea salt to it. Right. Uh, there you uh, go. Yeah. Yep. The right, so right. tell us something tell us something that um that nobody would know. I know a lot of people ask about how much money you can make and I don't want to put you on the spot at all, but I know that you've been very generous with with information on on road food and you had this has been a while back, but you had posted, you know, how you did the first couple of years so that people knew what to expect, knew that it wasn't, it may not be, you know, 200,000 my first year, you know, that kind of deal. <laughs> um, well, well, you know, yeah, and, and it was not, <laughs> you know, that's for sure. Um, you know, and it's interesting because, you know, um, I, I, I actually might've, I, I, I nah, not really, but, uh, I took home, you know, decent money when it was just me, you know, and, right. and now, I mean, I've got my own commissary, you know, I, uh, you know, I built up, built up my own commissary. It's just easier. And I actually, you know, share it with a couple of food trucks now. So I've got a couple of tenants, so to speak, you know, at the commissary that helped me with rent. Um, you know, I've got a guy that's just a, a, a commissary, you know, he's, he's just a prep guy, you know, that works three hours a day. You know, I've got the two cart jockeys and all that kind of stuff. You know, well, I still do okay. But, yeah, I wasn't you know, trying I to put days... you on the, you know, give us your tax um, return for no, this. No, 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 I no. Mean, I, you know, I mean, I'm, I'm kind of explaining. When I first started, when I first started, you know, I set up a business plan, and I figured I needed to sell 100 hot dogs a day to make a living. You know, that just seemed like that would be the good number for me to be able to support what I was doing, you know, be able to make my mortgage payment, make my truck payment, make my insurance payments, all that kind of thing. So I, I did actually draw out, and, and I didn't really know how to do this, but I drew out a rudimentary business plan. And so that, you know, a business plan is pretty important. Um, you know, figure out how much money do you need to make to sustain, you know, either life the way you know it or a lifestyle that you want to achieve. Um, and then try and figure out what can you do to make that happen. And it's, you know, it's, it's pretty easy. You know, if you sell a hot dog for five bucks and it costs you two bucks to make that thing, you know, you're going to make $3 off of it. So, you know, how many $3 do you need to make every day to make, you know, to make your nut? Um, and you know, and the, and the first year was promising, but you know, uh, was not easy. You know, um, I, I ate a lot of leftover hot dogs, you know, um, the first year. Um, but, you know, as I said, it was promising. And, and, you know, for me, I, uh, number one, it was just the funnest thing that I'd done in a really long time. I'll tell you, when I first started stealing cars, I had a great time doing it. You know, I mean, there's really, that's a blast. <laughs> but, um, you know, 
this was, you know, a different kind of fun, you know, not not a solitary fun, you know, uh, and and I got to just enjoy people's company. It was truthfully, right. after sitting in sitting in a truck for eighteen years, I'd saved up a lot of stuff to talk about, <laughs> you know, uh, you know, and, and I got to I got to do that. So you know, monetarily, I had made more money, you know, repoing than I did hot dogging the first year, you know, and the second year though. You know, I started becoming popular, um, and uh, you know, and, and I was the first year too, but inconsistent. You know, what I mean, it's uh, there, there's probably a science to it. Um, you know, it's Tuesday, it's seventy degrees. You sell X amount of hot dogs. The next Tuesday, it's seventy degrees. You sell X minus Y or X plus A. You know, there, there just didn't seem like there was any kind of a consistency to that. You know, it's it's a bit more consistent now because, you know, I mean, we've been in the same location longer than, you know, several restaurants that are in the area. Right. Um, but, uh, you know, money-wise, it's it's going to depend entirely on, on, on where you're at, uh, you know, what products are you selling, you know. And, you know, I just recommend really figuring out how much money do you need to make and uh and then and then going for it um you know finding that goal and and working towards achieving that goal um it's i i think it's eminently doable but i only have my experience to uh to relate to you know to to rely on uh i i don't you know i mean i can't rely on ben's experiences to you know how much money can be made you know right um, right yeah i understand man i just you know we get those calls like rob was talking about earlier where you know is this for real can you really do it, or is it just a few lucky souls? And I'm here to tell you, I mean, you, you know, I let people post freely on Facebook, and we don't delete anything unless, you know, they're advertising Amway or something. But um, and, and so you get to hear the pros and cons. I have a video called Pros and Cons, and but there's a lot of people that are leery because it almost sounds too good to be true, but I try to not pitch it. I don't want to pitch it or talk somebody into it. I, if they have an interest, I want to tell them as much as I can. But it's a common fear. You know, man, this sounds easy. Well, it's not easy. But it's fun, and you can make a lot yeah. of money. Um, and if, if this had, there's, there's a big picture to be had, but there's a lot of simple little parts of that picture. Um, you know, and if you can continue to... Uh, you know, if you can try and make that, uh, um, that you know, if you can make that uh, picture come together, sorry, my other phone rang for a second, um, you know, and, and kind of know what you want to do, I'm not saying a reason why you can't do it. I mean, there's absolutely no reason why, you know, you, you can't push forward and, and, and make it happen for yourself. But, once again, that's my experience. Well, I, I love it, and I thank you for sharing your experiences. I'm going to um, do a short commercial and come back. Um, I'd love it if you'd hang on. We only really have about, um, oh, my goodness, we don't have much of the show left. I think we've got about 17 minutes, and I need to try to call Stuart again. He's tried to call in several times. I think, actually, he's on the line right now, and we'll try to get um, him. If you don't mind hanging on a little bit, um, do, you, do you have hey, the time? I don't, I don't I know Okay, well, hang on just a second. I thank you for staying with us. Sure. Finally, Ben's Carts has released the Build a Cart course found at www.buildacart.com. 
Now you can build your own professional hot dog cart based on the cash cow. Build a cart for less than $900 with no flea market and pawn shop used parts. Your cart will be brand new, loaded up with all the features, and will outperform even you. This means it will cook faster than you can serve your adoring fans. We even went a step further because we purchased commercial supplies in bulk. You can get a kit with much of the important components and save big. No crappy burners, no having to switch on and off manually your water pump, no messing with making your own gas lines. The all-new Build-A-Cart course will guide you in building a real commercial cart. Check it out today at www.buildacart.com. That's www.buildacart.com. Folks, we're back live on Hot Dog Vendor Radio, and I want to thank Biker Jim for coming on the show with us tonight. I hope you've enjoyed it. We still have about 15 minutes left of the show, and I have Stuart. Stuart, you are live on the air. What's up, everybody? What's up, Ben? <laughs> hey, how are you? How's it going tonight? Are you uh, live good. on your cart right now? I am on my hot dog stand right now. I've been actually I haven't slept in 48 hours. I went all day yesterday, all night. I didn't have anything broke down yet. People were buying hot dogs for breakfast. I am in the middle of spring break right now, and it is oh, absolutely goodness. nuts. Uh, I've had a great day. You wouldn't believe who came to my uh, hot dog stand today. Uh, Snoop Dogg himself came down a hot dog. There's actually a Snoop Dogg concert going on right across the street where I'm at. Um, it's, just a been a, it's been a very eventful day for me. Please tell me you got a picture. I got pictures. Yes, I do. And he <laughs> he seen my sign, Snoop Dogg's hot dogs, and he had a he pulled in with a stretch Hummer limo, and Cam got out with a bunch of security. Everything, but he came and bought a hot dog. Well, I'm looking forward to being with you. Um, I shared with everybody at the beginning of the show, and I figured you were busy. I tried to call you, but um, I shared with everybody um, your your luck in working at a free spot that was going to cost you 500 a week, and you ended up yep. getting it free. And all the stuff you're doing, is there anything you want to add? I didn't go into your money with them, right. and. Um, but and and I know your reasons for not you know divulging everything, but you have had a tremendous five days now, correct? Yes, yes, sir. <laughs> I I am doing amazing, amazing numbers on hot dogs. I've already probably went through about forty, fifty cases of hot dogs in five days, and it's just been, it's been absolutely crazy. And like I said, I've been growing forty-eight hours straight with no sleeps on hot dogs, and I'm just drinking, <laughs> putting the Red Bulls away, and everything. Um, <laughs> It's nice. Well, uh, I, I, go ahead. Well, did you have anything you wanted to add? I've got um, Biker Jim on on the line with us live, and Rob's here with us, and um, we are so proud of you, Stuart. You you have um, inspired me, and I, I look so forward to meeting you this weekend. Where, where are you at, Stuart? I am in Panama City Beach right now, uh, right across the street from the uh, America's largest nightclub, uh, Club of Vila. <laughs> And I'm out here on the strip. Uh, it was just crazy. Um, I would like to add some things. I heard y'all talking about, you know, vendors helping other vendors and stuff like that. Um, you need to, uh, all the, I mean, you shouldn't be worried about competition because somebody else sells something. I've been getting a lot of help, and I've been helping other vendors. Like this spot where I'm at right now is going to cost me 500 a week. 
I had a T-shirt guy come down from Tennessee, had bad luck, couldn't get his poll permits because he didn't have his uh, proper stuff in time. So I offered him to set his T-shirt uh, tent up next to my hot dog stand, and if he'd pay the uh, pay my rent for me. <laughs> and, <laughs> so so he's he's kicking out the five hundred a week and selling a, a slew of T-shirts and oh, good move there. Oh, that ain't that ain't nothing. I, I had another hot dog vendor come by today. He went and bought two sandwich boards, and he had some hot dog uh, little board signs that stick into the ground, and he brought me two of those, and I got them sitting in my flower pot. I had another hot dog vendor come by. Uh, he he doesn't want to spend the time to do his uh, restaurant serve safe and all that, so he's wanted to put a hot dog stand in my, uh, in my business name, and the agreement with that, if he pays for my commissary that I'm, I'm getting um, for $200 a month, and uh, if he pay my commissary bill, and I let him run a hot dog stand under my business. That that is awesome, Stuart. You yeah. you've, you've inspired me, brother. I am trying to figure every single possible way I can make this business the most to my advantage, and it's working. It, there's a number of, number of things that you can do. I am. I mean, like I said, I've only been doing this two months, and I'm I'm exploding. I'm already building a second hot dog cart. I'm sure everybody's heard on previous shows. Buy it, buy the course. Do it. If you want a second hot dog stand, it's the best route to go. Um, well, I, I definitely you, recommend it. I appreciate you taking the time to come on the show. Oh, thank you for having me. I finally got a break here right now. Everybody's in the concert right now, so I'm just relaxing here. <laughs> sitting back. Well, good. So, Maybe you can take some cat naps and catch up on some sleep. Yeah, yes, sir. I've been, I've been dozing in and out. Uh, taking a little brief 10, 15-minute naps. I got uh, some friends that are going to come here in about a couple hours, and they're going to work all night, and I'll be back here at 7 o'clock in the morning. Jim, were you... So I'll get some sleep. Jim, were you able to hear his story about, you know, he's an engineering student in, in Panama City and um, how he, he's a young feller, and he's um, he's working on a second cart now in two months. Uh, I, I was. I, I think I caught a little bit of that because I, I, I tuned in maybe 15 or 20 minutes before before uh, you called me, and I, I caught a little bit of his his uh, his gig. I, I think that's phenomenal, man. You know, and uh, you know, I, I love hearing about that kind of passion and just you know, you you found you know, I mean, what a great location that you're at, and uh, you know, to have the wherewithal to have somebody come in and you know actually pay your rent for you, I think is phenomenal. Um, yeah. Good luck to you, man. As an engineering student, you know, you might have an empire built before uh, before you graduate. Sounds like you're working hard on that. Um, oh, so yeah. I, you know, I, uh, I wish you I wish you all the luck in the world, man. You know, that's oh, thank you. I just want to say that's a pretty awesome food truck you got. That's what I'm. I hope I can get something like that when I get done with this. It's perfect. Um, you know, and this is. One of the things that's very interesting about these guys that I'm working with, um, you know, they uh, they actually have a leasing program available. So, you know, a lot of people talk really? about food trucks, and you know, I mean, you can you can get into a food truck for 35 grand, or you can spend a you know 135 grand or 150 even, um, you know, on some of these trucks. Um, and uh, you know, the 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 program that these guys put together, you know, it might be you know it'll be a few bucks up front. But it'll be nowhere near, you know, you know, thirty grand or, you know, it's, it's more like ten or twelve to get into it, and then, 
You know, I mean, it's not cheap, particularly, but you know, thirty five hundred a month, you know, or four grand a month is is a lot easier to swallow than you know just trying to you know slap down you know even the down payment on a hundred and fifty thousand dollar vehicle, you know, and the nice and, and and I'm not here to sell these things at all. I'm just you know I'm, I'm excited about how forward thinking these guys are and how much into the street food scene that they are and how, you know, how important they find the mobile market and what they're looking to do with it and, and how they can serve it, you know. And food trucks seem to be, you know, I mean, I'm, I'm very excited about them. I love working off of my carts. You know, the, the, the difference between yeah. a cart and a truck is just how much more personal, how much more customer interaction you get from a cart. You're right there. You're eye level. You know, I mean, you're you're you know, you're handing people their food. Most of the food trucks, you have to reach up. You know, somebody's back in the kitchen. Uh, it's 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 a step removed. You know, um, yeah. but you know, I've also done a number of events with a cart at a big street street food truck party. And when you're surrounded by trucks that look like mine, you know, and you've got a cart. You know, I just sort of feel like I should be sitting there in a rocking chair with a piece of straw sticking out of my mouth going, <laughs> y'all just grab a pickle off the counter there, you know. Um, <laughs> you know, they're, right. they're, they're, they're kind of cool, you know, and and I, 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 I really enjoy working off of them. But, again, you're, you're that one step removed from, from the street food, you know, from the actual street cart stuff, you know. Yeah, but you know, there's anybody, a, if anybody else right, right here where I'm at right now, and they actually came uh, approached me to pay me uh, five thousand dollars to pack up and not come back for the rest of the spring break because I'm putting them a shame on my hot dog cart. Yep. <laughs> well, it, you know, I mean, crazy. just because they have a truck doesn't mean that they're really pounding out great food either. You know, I think that's that's a dude. That's probably the best thing I've heard all day. <laughs> you know, really, that's fantastic, man. You know, um, so yeah. Once again, congrats, man. You know, I, I think trucks are very cool. You know, and and they definitely have their place, and they're they're definitely, uh, you know, you can do a lot with them. But uh, you know, they they can't do things that carts can do. You know, and they can't be everywhere that a cart could be. You know, that's right. And then again, you know, then again, when the wind's blowing and the and the rain's falling. Uh, you know, there's nothing wrong with having a roof over your head and still being able to serve some food. <laughs> you're That's exactly that. right. Yeah, there's pros and cons to both of them. Um, and and like your situation where you've got you know the best of both worlds, um, a brick and mortar, the um, the the new truck and the two carts. Um, um, I mean, it is all, there's all things, angles. There's, yeah, there's things to like about them. You know, the, I'm gonna tell you one of the best things about having the the brick and mortar restaurant. You know, for about five years, the only the only way anybody could reach me would be on my cell phone. You know, and I'd have that up on my website or on my Facebook page or the Yelp page or something. And I'd get a call on Sunday afternoon at about 6 o'clock, you know, going, hey, is this a hot dog guy? Yeah, yeah. You know, hey, where, uh, where are you? I go, you know we're a street cart, right? Yeah, yeah. You know it's snowing outside, right? <laughs> yeah. I'm at home on my couch in my underwear. Where are you? You know, <laughs> it's so nice to actually have a restaurant phone number where people can call and go. Okay, yeah, I can go over here and get a hot dog because, um, you know, and, and I, I sometimes miss those phone calls because you can get some pretty interesting conversations. But you know, it's so much easier these days. That that is um. I'm excited. We've got about five minutes in the show, and let me um, 
cut to a live break. I want to let everybody know, and I want to thank everybody for joining the show, especially um, Stuart, Rob, and Biker Jim. Um, all the links to Jim's um, pages and Facebook, and just harass the crud out of him. And um, and um, be sure to stop by one of his carts if you're in Denver. Um, Jim, do you have, um, you know, we've sold a lot of carts in Denver. Do you have a problem with people contacting you in some way, form, or fashion as, as far as commissary? Are you open to that right now, or is it kind of a, a closed deal? I hate to put you on the spot, but. Um, well, I, I mean, you know, for, for my commissary. Um, yeah. You know, my, my commissary is is basically full. You know, I mean, and I'm okay. uh, truthfully, I was I, I never had an intention of running a commissary for, you know, a bunch of people. You know, for I I, I you know, I pay a certain amount of money every month, and you know, I I, I don't want to have to manage, you know, a commissary for a bunch of other people. All I that understand. being said, I know of a number of commissaries out there. You know that you know, and that's their business. That's not my business. My business is to sell street food. You right. know, uh, but there are a number of commissaries out there that you know, and that's what they what, what they want to do for a living. Um, I'd be happy to turn people onto whatever you know, whatever those avenues I can. Okay. Well, I was just I just wanted to plug you if you if you wanted it plugged. I didn't. Um, I wasn't trying to put you on the spot. But I want to thank everybody for listening. Um, you'll probably keep the show lines open. If you're online, you'll you know the show ends, but this everything after the show remains running. And so we'll we'll keep running the show. The chat lines will remain open. Um, Jim, I, I can't thank you enough. Um, I, I know you you um, you think I, I was aggravating you, but I really really <laughs> am honored that you would come and and spend oh, this much time with us and. I know you're a busy man, and even, um, you know, a celebrity amongst us. <laughs> oh, good. Yeah. Well, um, thank you. That smoke is feeling really good up there. Um, uh, you know, man, you know. Look, look at what you're doing, man. You know, I mean, before you start lauding what I'm doing, I'm just, you know, I'm a, I'm a regular schmo that, you know, that that works for a living and like likes doing what I'm doing. You know, uh, you're the guy that's put together, a, you know, a radio program and is helping, you know, helping young vendors like Stuart and, uh, you know, and helping people put put a dream together. You know, I mean, so truthfully, if there was, uh, you know, if there was anybody that that deserves some praise, man, you know, look at what you've been doing. You know, and I know you're just kind of, you know, passing on what what you've found that works for you. Um, so. You know, yeah. Here, have have some smoke back at you, my friend. Um, <laughs> you know, you're, you're you're doing a pretty phenomenal job. Well, that's I th- right. I, I do thank you. I do thank you. And and hey, I, Jim, I, he couldn't do it without me. So I just want to. <laughs> I don't even know who you are, man. <laughs> I love it. <laughs> um, well, I really appreciate it, and I thank everybody for joining the show. This Hot Dog Vendor Radio, and. We have about two minutes left, um, and if you have any questions or comments, please go over to the blog and um, the Facebook. We have most vendor association director has been on the chat line all night, Deb Blecka, and I thank her for being on there and posting links, helping out. Um, Stu, I can't wait to meet you this weekend, and I can't look. Wait to- <laughs> I look forward to it. Um, Jim, I will definitely be out there eventually, and uh, maybe we can go on a bike. You know, you know how to get in touch with me, man. 
Yes, sir. Thanks to a bunch. Y'all have a wonderful evening. And I'm going to leave my lines open if anybody wants to stay and chat and um, try to answer any questions that we've got during the show. My, my phone is starting to crap out big time, so I'm going to sign off. Thank you yes. very much for the opportunity, man. It was thanks, nice with a blast. I appreciate thank it. You for, thank you, everybody. Thank you, Stuart. Uh, hey, thank you. Hey, Ben, I wanted to tell you uh, about the onion crunch, man. I'm using it on the cart, and I've been putting in half-ounce servings and been selling it for a dollar a topping uh, on hot dogs, and it's been selling like crazy. That is kick butt. Um, hang on just a second. And um and I'll stay live with you, Stuart. Hang on just a second. Okay. Hot dog vendor radio. Brought to you live from atop the Smoky Mountains. Sponsored by Mobile Food Vendors Association and Ben'sCarts.com. Grab a can, tighten your string, and lend us an ear. Hey, Stuart, you still with us? Yes, sir, I'm still here. All right. Um, I am uh, I'm just tickled as pink. I cannot believe Snoop Dogg. Um, people probably don't know this, but I am, you know, as a hillbilly as I am, and as country as I am, my favorite music, um, and this may lose me some Facebook friends, is hip-hop music. <laughs> and, uh, oh, nice. <laughs> <laughs> and, um... And and so it would have been just a joy to meet Snoop Dogg. Um, that, oh, that is awesome. That is phenomenal. Um, I hope he. Um, I hope I get to meet you know uh, somebody famous like that one day. That's incredible. Now, did you did you get to see any of the pictures I posted on Facebook? I don't know I, if they got it on there or not. Um, I, I did. Posted some and then I went back and then I didn't see them no more. So I didn't. I didn't well, know if they got on there or not. Well, sometimes with the new Facebook at the top of the page, uh, uh-huh. it has it has something where you can select for it to show only posts that you've made, only posts that other vendors okay. have made, or only posts that Ben's Clark's has made. And so, if you don't have the setting right, I set it on highlights, and then it shows me everything. But I've missed some too, and I'm not used to this new thing they've done. Um, yeah. I saw some of your pictures. I didn't see Snoop Dogg picture, but I saw... No, um, I didn't get that one on yet. Okay. I saw the ones where you posted um, more pictures today. There was like five or six pictures you posted today. Yep. It was a bunch of pictures. Yeah. Everything that was going on. There was some... You with some girls and you with some guys and... um, you had some people from out of out of the country or something that was their first yeah, I, um, hot dog in America. Yeah, some Germans. They uh, they're here, they're here on on vacation um, from Germany. Just they came here just for spring break and they they had their first hot dog at my stand. And they've been coming two or three times a day to my stand and buying hot dogs. They're living off of my hot dogs here. I guess there's maybe. Because I'm giving it at such a, a good price right now, and I'm just selling the heck out of them, and so they have more money for beer or whatever, whatever they need their money for. <laughs> that is cool. <laughs> um, that's, that's a good feeling to know that you can serve somebody their first hot dog ever. The yeah, that's that's amazing. Um, it's hard to believe that there's people out there that don't haven't had hot dogs. Um, 
You know, I can remember as a kid eating them cold, and I still will. Um, I like to take them fishing and put them in the cooler, and I'll eat them cold. Um, yeah. With nothing on them, no bun, no bread, no nothing. Um, but I love a good hot dog. But what um, what's your plan tonight? How late are you going to be out tonight? I'm probably going to – I'm sitting like – I'm just – Sitting back, it's but it's. I'm pretty sure there's going to be a huge rush here in about 45 minutes. Uh, as soon as this concert lets out, or they may just stay at the club. I don't know how it's going to roll. I do. I do anticipate there will be some traffic flowing out because it's it's packed out. It's, there's tow trucks everywhere. I mean, people are trying to fight in the park, and I've been offered a dozen times all right, uh, already tonight for a hundred dollars to park in my in my parking. Uh, which I didn't do. Then, then it blocks my the view of my hot dog stand. Right, right. I wouldn't and, uh, blame you. Yeah, that cost you more than a hundred dollars to let them park there. Um, that's right. Yeah, tell them tell them to give you three grand, and you might consider it for a few hours and then go sleep. Um, are you are right. you going to have somebody helping run the cart tonight so you can get some rest? Yeah, I got um, my friend Amber. She's going to come work the cart tonight, and. Uh, uh, I believe her boyfriend is going to come up here and sit up with her and make sure she's okay. And uh, I got security here um, where I'm at. Um, I'm right here in front of a, um, a, a convenience store. It's also a, a campground, and it's um, so she'll be safe. I, I'm more worried about her than I am about going to sleep. I don't know if I'm going to be able to get any sleep. So I'm going to be worried about her, but I feel better that she's going to bring her boyfriend along and everything. And he's just going to sit back and sell all my beads and stuff that I'm selling. Man. So, um, now, Stuart, did you actually sell Snoop Dogg hot dogs? Yes, I sold him a hot dog. I sold him a Chicago dog. Okay, yeah, okay. Cause it, um, uh, give, me, give me straight. Is he from Chicago or not? No, I don't think so. Okay, I think he's from Compton, isn't he? Yeah, that's right. He's West Coast Compton area. Yeah, that's yeah. right. Yeah. But yeah, uh, he came by. I have a big sign on um, front of my um, car. It's a lime green, and it just it, it explodes. Catch everybody's eye that comes by. And I got the. And it has two dogs, hot dogs, two dog uh, combo with chips and a drink on. And he seen that, and that's what made him pull in because he seen the name of my uh, hot dog cart. Right. <laughs> that is so cool. Um, you couldn't ask for, man. You you need to play the lottery or something this weekend because um, <laughs> the the luck is just flowing. Um, I, and, I know, right? And, and uh, I know it isn't all luck, but it is kind of lucky to have you know Snoop Dogg pull up in a Hummer and get a hot dog. That it is. I mean, <laughs> I didn't anticipate that, and that was not the last thing. I, that was the last thing I ever thought that ever happened. I'm just trying to feed all these hungry spring breakers out of here. I mean, there's over. I mean, I, good God, I can't even know, probably 500,000, 600,000 uh, college kids here right now. And it's just, it's crazy. Man. Because I'm lucky, I'm lucky right now to get this break. I'm thankful there's a concert going on right now. There's still a lot of foot traffic going on, but uh, I, I don't think anybody's hungry right now. It's going to be probably the next rush will be after this concert comes out. Um, but it's just been phenomenal the last five days. Um Right. Uh, for to stay here by myself with one hot dog stand and be selling hot dogs and and almost already be into uh, five digits in just five days. Holy cow! Holy cow! Um, 
I, I don't know. I'm speechless. Um, Rob, um, you think me? You need to um, drag our carts over to. Um, well, you know, I told you I I, uh, I might be ready for a road trip. My, car, my cart's cleaned and ready. Hold on, okay. I got a, I got a couple customers, guys. Okay, go ahead. Um, so your cart's cleaned and ready, Rob? Yeah, it's sitting there, loaded. I'm ready. <laughs> Yeah, you get the first license, I'll bring them down here. We'll show you a fish hot dog. What's up, brother? Get the, um, today he put he got busy and he put um his, I think it's his girlfriend on the line or his friend on the line who was helping him run the cart. Um, he's just he's working on hardly any sleep. Um, I, I could have probably done that at his age, but nowadays that would um, I'd fall asleep over the steam table. Hey, you do okay? There we go. I'll try to save y'all some extra beer money. Right? <laughs> you, Rob, are you there? Oh yeah. You can tell he's set up for them. Oh yeah. I got relish, I got onions, I got sport peppers, I got jalapenos, I got onion crunch, uh, I got chili and cheese, sauerkraut, tomatoes, pickles. You name it, we'll, we can do it, man. Plus, the guy just won't catch up on it. Yeah. I'm to catch up mustard. We got 46 items we can put on that. What you want? I won't catch up. <laughs> they urge you. <laughs> oh God! Hey, tell him my three-year-old at least eats mustard on a hot dog. That's right. Oh man! So how y'all guys doing? I mean, y'all enjoying y'all's spring break? I live here. You live here? It's so local. Yeah. That's what's up. You should be able to see me a lot more often. I live here too. So, what would you like on your hot dogs? All right. One of them I want chili and cheese. Chili and cheese. Okay. Other ones I want three uh, relish ketchup. Okay. Three relish. Three relish ketchup and jalapenos on one. Chili cheese on the other. We could do that. Okay. <laughs> uh, this is. He'll need a hot dog to tie him over while he waits in line at Taco Bell. I know, right? <laughs> this is Chicago uh, Relish. They're famous for their neon relish right here. This is, this is Jill Relish. It's just, I think they use the color. I'm not sure how they make it. But I don't like it. I thought I was tripping. I thought this was tripping. It's good. It is good. It's good. <laughs> <laughs> 
Yeah. <laughs> All right. We got chips and a drink. We got chips. We got barbecue. We got the ch- sour cream uh, cheddar. We got legs. We got the burrito. Oh, you know, damn. Oh. You get two bags of chips? You want? I get the. I get two bags. Well, I mean, it only comes with one. But if you want one, I get one. One what? Exactly that. Um, how people laugh at you. 
Yeah. You know, well, like, you know, when I first started doing it, I kind of, you know, I was excited about doing it, and at the same time, you know, I, I, I felt like it was beneath me to sell hot dogs. And, you know, and as I, the money started coming in, it was like, it was like, wait a minute, this is a freaking gold mine right here. And everything. And I, I mean, I, I would, I recommend everybody to do it. I mean, I don't want to see everybody in the world be doing it because then it would be kind of hard for us all to make some money. But for all the doggers that do do it, I mean, we are blessed to have this, this industry for ourselves. Well, yeah, this is it's a fantastic thing to do. Um, I, I've been able to help family out and friends um, and some friends that, you know, had, had college degrees that are now yep. doing hot dogs and able to provide their, for their family. Yep. Well, yeah, you know, my 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 wife, she she is she's amazed. Yeah, she she didn't at first she didn't really give me no support on it. She thought I was just you know on a wild hair hair my butt to do something. But yeah, you know, she didn't even think that you know something like this would be as successful. But then again, she's from another country. She, she she's from the country of Moldova, so she's not really familiar about American culture, hot dogs and stuff like that. <laughs> Well, I, I think it's awesome that you got support, and um, I'll talk to you this week, and I, you know I'll see you um, probably Friday night. Oh, absolutely. I will be here. Full swing, <laughs> hopefully. If I if I look like a zombie, don't be afraid of me. I oh, promise I won't fight. <laughs> come on. Get, maybe, maybe I'll run your cart while you go home and get some rest. Oh, well, that'd be cool. <laughs> well, hey, I, my dog, my dog's. We'll do the two dogs, two dog combo for five dollars. You want it okay? It'll be five each. It'll be uh, let me let you go, Ben. All right, I'll talk to you tomorrow, um, sometime before Friday, hopefully. Okay. Sounds good. Thanks, Stuart. All right, thank you, Ben. Yeah, have a good night. Have a good night, Rob. Yes, sir. Have a good, have a good night. Hey, all right, bye, y'all. Bye. Hey, Rob. Yep. Um. I'll go ahead and close it out. Do you want to um, discuss anything? Um, well, obviously we're on air still, but um, yeah. you want me to call you? Here yeah, give me a vote back. Yeah, give All me right. a vote back. All right. Well, I want to thank everybody for listening to the show. Um, thank Rob for joining us again and helping us out. And I thank um, uh, Biker Jim for joining us and Stu. And obviously, you know, it's, you know, I've been doing this over four years, and I haven't had a celebrity pull up to my cart, and um, nor did I make the kind of money that Stu did right out of the gate. Um, so it's not everybody, and I don't want to pitch it as that, and I want you to know it's still hard work. Um, but if you are in the right location, um, can you do what Stu's doing? Absolutely. He's been doing um, phenomenal even before spring break, and he's only been in the business two months. So is it possible? Absolutely. Um, and I'd love to help you get there. And feel free to catch all the show archives. We've got about eight shows under our belt now, and we just get better and better. And also go to learnhotdogs.com blog where you can find um, and earn points for prizes that are given away each week. Um, at benscarts.com, we have carts starting as low as eighteen ninety nine. And you can get into the business. And at buildacart.com, you can build your own dang cart for less than 900 bucks and be a professional model. So I thank you for joining us. I hope everybody has a nice evening. You're listening yeah. to HDVR Hot 
Dog Vendor Radio. 